1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT. Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: Good to have your company on the late trade for MEGT. Build your best workforce with MEGT.com.au and Chemist Warehouse. INC Sports Nutrition powering tomorrow today. Available from Chemist Warehouse. Stephen Silvani, David Noble, Damian Barrett with you. Following Sam Edmund and Brendan Goddard and... Guys, a lot to go down today, and we could get some uh, some uh, clarity on a few matters. And, and the ones that hold is holding a, a lot of deals up is the the three way deal between West Coast, uh, Port Adelaide, and, and North Melbourne. And then, SOS and, and those we, we've learnt this afternoon that uh, the sorry the Eagles have uh, have decided to uh, ask Port Adelaide for access to to Dan Houston. Now it's come from a bolt from the blue. He was made aware of this in the past 24 hours and uh, he doesn't want to go. And I don't believe uh, Port Adelaide will be entertaining it given they've re-signed him, SOS, uh, for, for a long-term deal only this calendar year. It's at least four years, maybe even five. So, but that's the sort of negotiation that uh, West Coast officially asked for yesterday, and we have learned that today and, and, and checked it, but the, the port team just does not want to engage. And- for those catching up on the story, the uh, requirement for Port Adelaide to deal with West Coast on, on, on their desire to get Junior Rioli across and obviously the other angle. And the, the more significant one when it's all said and done is, is Port's need to deal with North Melbourne to get Jason Horn francis off. There is every chance this will play out as a three-club transaction around those players. But we're still at a, a stalemate, which is not unusual given there's still six days remaining of the 2022 trade period.
4: Yeah, we, we spoke early in the week, Damo, um, about maybe a player being involved here. It doesn't necessarily yes. need to be, be the pick. And mm. obviously West Coast was the one, the fact that they were dealing on Rioli um, to, to, to port. So could, it, could a play be involved there? So it's just going to be interesting to see, Dave, North Melbourne, their situation where they've got a play-in contract and if they can't get the deal that they want, will they just sit there and and, and um, make him... See out the the year that he's contracted, mm. um, or will they? You know, will they take a little bit less and know? Well, we've got a disgruntled player here. Do we let him go and cop what we? That's relatively fair. Yeah, but you know, obviously, I think
1: North are looking for a little bit more yeah. than what he's worth. And we've also talked about that that player doesn't necessarily need to come direct to North. It can be another avenue. Yep. that a player gets moved in this case with. With the Eagles, would imagine that there'd need to be some shifting or bending of permissions for... Port to trade in a couple of their futures. Yeah. Um, well, that's but-
3: the other option, isn't it, Noves? You I mean, Port, Port doesn't have a lot to work with to get these two players across now. They'd obviously prepared to a point with uh, with Rioli, but yep. the, the the Jason Horn francis one has almost come within the trade period itself. That was always a possibility during the year, but it only became official over the weekend. So they've only got, as, as we know and as we have been speculating... Pick eight this year. That, that's yep. the only one of currency. They've got a whole lot of picks beyond that, but it's 33 and beyond um, for that. They've obviously got a future first offering and a future second offering, but if they're intending to go up the ladder sauce and those, it's it, it could be pick 16 and, and 32 from a first round and, and second round. And there's an AFL bar on trading both your first and second round in a future sense as it speaks.
1: Yeah, the, the rule as we know it and understand it is that if you keep your future first you can trade everything else out or vice versa okay and there's a rider that you need to take a first round pick roughly every three years on yep. a rolling cycle so but if you wanted to trade their first and second they would need to get permission off the afl to do that
3: well we're and could probably get loosened before. up uh, I, I can tell you that has been discussed and i wouldn't be surprised if the afl did allow i mean again the afl has got a set of rules in a lot of parts of its operations that are bendable whenever they you know want to review them and I feel that that would be granted to Port Adelaide if they if they feel that would unlock everything that they want to do, because they're clearly trying to do stuff in this trade period that makes them a better club. I don't think that's in dispute.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think it should be loosened up. I think clubs generally try and do the best for their football club, and sure, they're trying to protect clubs that have made um, a series of errors over, over time, but... I think the good clubs do it really well, and you can't disadvantage those clubs that do it well by not allowing them to to trade trade selections out or or national draft picks out for getting good players in. I mean that's yep. that's good management if you get it right. Yeah. So, but I think the will shifted a, a little bit that um, that they will sign off apparently on on certain things, and I, I know they do take things into consideration sometime, and they've got the power to to grant permission to do certain
3: things. Yeah. So, so you, you were the first to to, to raise the, the unlocking of all of these requirements from Port Adelaide re- requiring a player but it, it flies in the face of bringing a Junior Rioli in and then a Jason Horn francis in and then losing a player because you're bringing those two players in to make what you've got better and and obviously we've now got this situation where where the West Coast have, have put it to the Port team that we want down to Houston. So Look, as far as we know, that was put to him yesterday, and it's it's a very reluctant um, yeah. engagement in that. In fact, I'd, I you never say never in anything in this trade period, in any trade period. But right now, it's it's highly unlikely that's going to be the player. But can you see he, which other player might uh, potentially or be um, part of it? Because it's not going to get done unless there's a player involved. Well, in it could port, be George who who's yep.
4: a who's a WA. But um, look, does he want to go back to WA? That that that's another thing, thing you've got to ask um but it's it, this is where it gets really difficult because i don't know the depth of the draft and often we can say yeah it's this pick it's that pick but yes sometimes you look at the pick and it says yeah that's not too bad but the depth of the draft might be skinny and at times it might be it might be quite deep so the value when 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 clubs are looking at the value um when they're talking about picks they're looking at what they can get in that particular draft. Mm. So if they think they can get a player through, they go, "Yep, yeah, we're happy with that pick." But if they know they're four spots away, uh, and they've done their homework, well, mm. it's not going to suit them. Yeah. So <clears throat> right at the minute, um, you know, I'm thinking that someone like West Coast is looking. Well, if we're going to give Rioli away and we're going to give our second second pick away or pick two in the draft, we want a player. We w- we're happy to slide back to eight. And we're giving Rioli away, but we want a really good player as well. Because sometimes they look, they, they may be looking at what about Port's future first round. Well, as we said just before, as you said just before, Demo, they could possibly be fourteen, fifteen next year because you yeah. think they might improve. They may mm. not. They may not. But if they do, they'd be looking at. Um, they'd be looking at. Are there any father sons? Are there any academy kids that, or whatever it might be that um, clubs might have rights to that might be bidded on.
3: Yeah, I, I, I still can't get my head around why, why West Coast at this stage would we, give up pick two and Rioli as part of it. So I think to your point, Sos, there's an element of they, they've got their eyes on a couple of players who they, they want to get by, by lessening that pick. But again, no, nothing works the way I read it without Port Adelaide giving up a player of substance, significance, well, value. And, and, and Dave,
4: the thing about Horn Francis is that you know he can play at the level. We know, yeah. okay, he's had some... Um, some games where, you know, his, his body language and, and he's young. Yep. But you know, you know what, this kid can play. There's no guarantee that pick two or three or eight um, in this draft he's going to be an AFL player or can play at that level. Mm. Um, so they're the things that sometimes you'll know that, yep, he's an AFL player, we're okay with him. And that's, that's what North would be saying right at the minute. You know what? Do we just go with their picks again? Do we go back to the draft, or do we wait and go? You know what? One more year. We're we'll getting through the twelve months. Hopefully, you know the, the the new coach or the new staff members there can turn him around and, and he, he settles. But at it, it worst, hopefully, we get him to play good football. And is his value more next year than what
1: it is now? The prob- the thing, the two differentiations in the time frame at the moment is that you've got. So you're saying about why would West Coast give up pick two at the moment, right at this point in time, you can get access to players. So this is the time that you've got to go hard and say, right, well, we can put two on the table, but we want a player back. They can still do a deal in three weeks' time and mm. shift that pick around if they still like a player, at, gotcha. yep. a WA player, at pick eight or seven if they can slide back. But Right now is a time that you've got to go hard and say no. We want that talent. We'll give you a pick two, but we want Houston that p-
3: specific player. That's yeah. so yeah. that's
1: the time frame and that's the urgency. It's always, I think, when things come out of the blue a little bit too, Damo. When things land on players' table, their first reaction is no. Yep. it's they re-signed him. They re-signed him for a reason.
3: They're re-signing this year. That's right.
1: Speaking. So yeah. it, it wasn't. It's not obviously something that's been driven by. Poured, it's obviously a request that's come through. And this is the
4: difficulty when the manager comes late to a club. We spoke about when the news dropped about Horn Francis. Yeah. It comes as a shock in terms of, uh, okay, well, what do we do now? Like we we haven't really tracked anyone, mm. the quality that we, yeah. we we would like. Yeah. Um, you've got to, you know, you've got to do a medical, you do all the background checks, you've got to, you know, Get the player on board. board yeah. At that point, to get a really mm. good player, they're reluctant
1: to leave a football club. Yeah, compared and compared to the Jackson and the Brodie Grundy, the, you condi- know, the conditioning sort of, component has to, been there
3: to everyone. Yeah. yeah, the club that's getting them, the club that's losing them, and and most importantly, the individual, the yeah. player himself. Yeah. So, so
4: right now, it is the player's manager. Really, now he's got to do some work to get the play to get the deal done. Yeah, because. He's got to get to port and going. And hang on a tick, you've committed to this bloke. Mm. He wants to come to you. We've agreed. You're gonna have to give something up significant here. You need to get this deal done.
3: Mm. And we've seen that. Fall so over the pressure going.
4: To, the pressure yeah. is going to come from the manager.
3: Yeah. Well, we saw. I mean, the year before that, Joe Danaher went to the Sydney Swans. They sorry, Brisbane Lions. That they couldn't get the deal done to get to the Sydney Swans, and, yeah. and there was just apart from his statement, that's where he wanted to go. Effectively, nothing happened there. So, um, how many games did Joe play that following year? Uh, not many at all. No. Dave, good question. You reckon he quarantined himself? There, I'm
1: not saying that. <laughs> but it was...
3: Well, he hadn't played many in well, the yeah, year. In you, question as well. If you fall out of
1: love with the club, <laughs> it's hard. I reckon as a player to, to motivate yourself. You got a young player who's made a decision that he wants to go home. Yes, they can keep him. Think of personal pride. There is, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And, and certainly, I was at Brisbane at that point in time, we had no discussion about Joe at that point in time. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until that following year that it fell over, that all of a sudden it, it manifested itself to life.
3: Just being told by Benny, he played uh, four games in that yeah. uh, in that year in question. It um, wasn't many. Yeah, it wasn't many. Is was that the year that he sat on the fence? After he kicked that goal? He uh, might have. If, 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 yeah, he might have. He might have. He missed a lot of footy <laughs> when <laughs> he, he was working out where he wanted to be uh, in the future, so... Just saying. And, and still some question marks over him right now <laughs> but, but, but after there, a second year at the Lions.
2: There, yeah.
4: there have been plenty of players that have wanted to leave clubs that a deal hasn't got done that have played well the following year. We look at Papily. No doubt. Um, Ron O'Keefe's the Dun, one. Dun, Dun, Dunkley's Yeah, yeah all Are players,
1: players like? that have yeah. played well in their last year yeah. to leave a club. Like Paddy Dangerfield, obviously, from my side of things, he couldn't have got a player more invested. He set up the players' lounge. He was doing deals to help. Like He was so invested in the players. mm so the, you're right. There's an element of that self pride to go. Well, you know what? I'm here for. It's probably only nine months, really. Mm. Um, let's get stuck in. Let's go to work and let's get it done, and then I'll go.
3: It seems too far gone, doesn't it? Mentally speaking, um, with Jason Horn Francis, though now with with North, doesn't it? It, it? That's the way it seems right now. It seems they're accepting. It seems they're accepting as well, doesn't yep. it? it yep. The
1: narrative for me seems like yep. they're accepting yep. of trying to construct a deal that is a win win for both sides.
3: Mm. Or is that just North trying to be trying to be seen to be nice as well? I mean, is, is there an element of that too? I mean, they're a bit.
1: They
4: shouldn't be trying to be seen as nice. No. No. they're, they're got to be. I'm not, I'm not too sure they are, but I, I think they're. You know, I don't know whether they're sitting. They appear. Do they appear that they're sitting back, sitting back and letting Port go do all the work here, or do you reckon? You're uh, re- yeah, a
1: little bit. I reckon there's some some levels that they've sort of said. I mean, I work with Todd, and Todd's pretty ruthless when it comes to, you know, saying that's the level. Todd Viney. Yep. yep. So that side of things, I mean, um, we can go on, um, what Braids has done the last couple of years and the way that he played. I mean, yep. so, you know, having worked with Brady's, I think they've got a couple of guys here that are going, no, no, that's the level. Yeah. Mm. You might, we might be accepting of you, you know, requesting to go, but there's going to be a deal that's going to need to come across our table. That's going to get, probably need to get ticked off by the board.
3: Right. Yep And as we said The AFL I believe anyway Has been involved In in at least a a form of uh, Informal conversation uh, With Port Adelaide About about the potential To moving both uh, First and second futures um, As part of whatever it is they, They do But Look, it is going to be the, the, the drawn-out one. I mean, we've we've covered enough trade radios now and trade periods now to, to know that um, these type of deals don't get done until the, the last day as a rule. And, and while you you can look at times to be getting closer, uh, no one wants to sign off until that uh, clock kicks around to the, the deadline time. And we uh, will be there right to the very end on that Wednesday of next week uh, on it. Guys, let's take a break. Uh, nobs you're continuing your review series. Uh, in the focus today, we'll be... Uh, who? Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. We might even do that uh, next. You sure. Ready to do that? Yeah. Yep. We might have at the Western Bulldogs through David Noble's eyes on Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Straight after this.
2: The late trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit MEGT.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up.
5: Yeah, they're moving in the right direction, mate. They're, um, yeah, Rydie and and Mackie, Andrew Mackie are in discussions and, um, yeah, we're pretty hopeful something gets done. And, um, yeah, there's a long way to go now. Before the end of the trade period, there's still a week to go, isn't there? Six days, six days to go. So there's a bit to play out. So we're, yeah, pretty
4: hopeful it gets done.
3: That's Tom McConville, manager of, of Ollie Henry, over the uh, the workings between um, Geelong and Collingwood. We'll touch on that topic uh, throughout the course of our time together today on the late trade. Uh, I do have a view that 75 kilometres distance between Melbourne and Geelong is, is is not necessarily the reason or time to use the homesick or whatever it is you're using, but we'll talk about that at depth. I want to get your views on it. And I don't mean to be flippant about him wanting to get closer to family, but... Let's face it, it's not that far away if that's the angle you're using. But, um, no, it's it's an important part of our time uh, each and every afternoon on the late trade because it is time for this.
2: Nobles Nows. For Ego Power tools, think outside with the Ego Power Plus 56-volt battery range of outdoor power equipment.
3: David Noble reviewing each and every club on the late trade. It's become a, a feature of the late trade. You can uh, access all his uh, thoughts on each club uh, through various social media platforms attached to Continental Ties AFL Trade Radio. And uh, here's today's offering.
1: Thanks, Damo. Uh, yeah, the Doggies, I reckon they're an interesting watch in the next 12 months to see what ends up happening. Dunkley obviously going out, Lob coming in. I think actually supports English you know, a fair bit at the moment in regards to what that actually looks like. Um, needs, for me, um, a little bit on that forward end um, and it's a bit more run, I think, is, is they like to play that fast game. They like to defend pretty well. So from a growth perspective, I've got them just sort of mid-pack. I've got them about five at the moment. So, um, you know, they're, they're pretty mature when you go through a lot of their bigger bodies um, or they're, they're more mature guys, you know, Bond, McRae, Trelaw, you know, they're guys that are going to need to really continue to, to put their seven and eight out of ten games on the table each week. And then it's up to Dale, Daniels, English, Smith, Williams, these guys are going to come through and actually bring them forward. So there's – but they're, they're regular players now. Yep. So they're regular now. So, so I've, their ability to get better I've got as a five. Um, development, I think they've got some young talent coming through that continue to to challenge for some of those roles. So I've got them there as a six. Um, stability, I think they're really stable. You know, they play a really good brand. Um, you know, Bevo's, you know, highly intelligent. They often hit their, their game plan with what they need to do. Um, they're a bit up and down this year in regards to that. Um, Amit Baines, you know, great steady hand as a CEO. So from that side of things, um, you know, Granny's been there a while now. So I think they're pretty stable. So I've got them as an eight in that stability factor. Um, seven, They've got a reasonable hand um, with picks eleven thirty. Dunkley going out. It's going to be really interesting. It seems like the Argy bargies started, um, and yes, both, it has. <laughs> both clubs are stubborn. We know that. So that I reckon that's going to be a seven o'clocker on Wednesday night. That one is anyone, done.
3: Is anyone more stubborn than the Bulldogs coach though when it comes to anything? Uh, I reckon Adrian's pretty
1: stubborn sometimes. Okay so anyway um so vulnerability i've got them as a seven I think they're in reasonable shape, as I said caps, picks, um, they generally get trades done, you know, and I, I like the fact they if Lob comes in the door, um, Cordy's going to be an interesting one for him with him going to the Saints and landing out of that back end, so to see what they'll they'll possibly do there they've obviously got Jones lined up into there with Keith, so that Feels like that's going to be the the fit for them.
3: And Gardner's is obviously there as well. As for, well.
1: Yeah. Um, so Premiership profile, I've got them as a six. Amo playing finals this year was really good for them. I, on the clock, if you're looking at it for me, I've got them at about nine o'clock. I'm not sure that it's quite open for them just yet, but they're
3: but, but not past it. All no, right. I don't yeah.
1: think they're. I think they're coming up into it again. I think they've been again. able to reset. Yeah, in the next two or three years, I reckon they can push their way back up with some really good. Sound trading, some good picks in the next couple of years. Um, so I think they're in a in a reasonable space. Whether or not they get into I think they're in, for me, as far as this coming year, seven to ten, things go well. I reckon they can get maybe six in the top half a dozen. If things, a few injuries and bits and pieces, I could see them missing the finals again.
3: The, uh, the um, evolution of this, this club, a lot of it's going to revolve around Sam Darcy, isn't it? And, and how he looks. Now, he's only got four games of footy to his name. He's played as a back. He's played as a, as a forward. He might end up in the ruck. Um, you'd think he would, given his height. But they'll, they'll give him time. They've already given him time. They gave so, him-
1: so with Jones coming in, Eugle Hagen, Darcy, like, where do those guys? Are they forward or back? I mean, you've been big on maybe Norton even going back. Yeah. So does Eugle Hagen go forward?
4: I, I just think um, someone like Darcy, they, look, it's a big ask in t- second second year, yeah. and he's got to be looked after, and he's still growing. So there's even a, a point where you might even have to manage him at some point. Mm. Um, so they need to be careful because he he's grown a virtually yeah a, a he's up to two hundred
3: nine or, or nearly two hundred nine yeah. centimeters, and that's an increase on what he was when he started yeah. last yeah. year.
4: And, and when and when he plays forward, he's he's going to get some big body backmen. Yeah. So. To be able to get someone like a lob in would would take some heat off him yeah. if he if he did play forward. Um, so I and and, and really uh, they've got some tools. If they get Jones in, they've got him in. But if they can get lob in, I think he's a big piece mm. to where the the, um, the Bulldogs might finish next year. I, I see their run as pretty good, and, and their midfield, I, I, I think. The Bont was probably playing at seventy percent this year. Yeah, oh, I, maybe he, not even. Yeah, yeah. So he was just he, banged up the whole year.
3: Rolled yeah. his ankle in the in the very first game, and then there was an illness issue as well. Sauce, which he persevered yeah. with. But they, yeah. are they
1: too reliant? They they probably are not as deep as I think as a... Yeah, they
4: probably they probably are, but they're going to need to. Like Smith's going to have to
1: have a better year. Have
4: a better mm. year. I mean, I think Libertore had a good year. Can Richards Ed Richards keep improving? McRae, I yeah. think, an underrated player, but. You know he's probably still going to have to take. But a bit, he's more bit an accumulator and a quick distributor who doesn't run with the ball. Yeah.
1: Trelaw, you know I'm not sure you're <laughs> going to get much more out of Adam going mm. forward. No, a good yeah. regular player. Yeah. yeah. So that's for yeah. me just that run component of being able to stick yeah. the the ball under your arm. A la the Smith type. And then
4: you've got Waitman. Can he sort of pinch hit through the middle? We know he's a, yeah. we know he's mm. a, the forward pressure player. He's got some got some tricks about him. And I thought West actually really improved this year. His, mm. his toughness up forward and his tackle. Can they get him a bit of midfield time? So I, I think they've got a lot to play with. Yeah, I reckon they're a bit of an unknown. I yeah. think they could really, really pop next year or they could probably drop back two or three spots. But I like what they've got. I reckon they'll, they'll trouble some teams with their talls coming into the club. Yeah,
1: it wouldn't, it wouldn't be an issue if they dropped a couple of spots next year either. To, to mm. reset because I don't think they're they're completely stripping things away to to rebuild over a two or three year period. I think mm. they're just trying to add back in. If they sort of slipped and didn't quite get into that eight next year, I wouldn't think that it was a it would be a massive issue. Yeah. Okay. All
3: right. Well, let's uh, let's see what the Bulldogs supporters think of that. Uh, nobs. It's a, it's a it's a positive uh, review on a on a club that uh, just squeezed into the finals this year and then uh, couldn't get past that first week uh, of finals and. That was a year in which they were coming off a grand final where they lost to Melbourne in 2021. So uh, we'll open the lines up. one three hundred twenty 23 55 We'll uh, take some Bulldogs calls for those who want to uh, pick your brain, nobs on, on what you've just said about them. You two Sauce, about the Bulldogs. And we'll also get to uh, others who are already there and others who will join them. one three hundred twenty 23 55 You're listening to... Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio, trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Your call's next, one 2355 48
2: The Late Trade, for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: Welcome back to Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Sorry, just trying to sort out this screen I've got in front of me and uh, didn't realise we're back. Uh, we are taking calls on Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. I have, uh, I have stuffed up my screen, guys, so bear with me. We're going to go to Steve, I think, in um, – where's Steve from? South Yanderup in WA. I'll, uh, as I go to you, Steve, I apologise, and I'll try and fix this screen up. Far away, Steve.
5: G'day, David. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Um, firstly, mate, I'd just like to. Yeah, one of your mates, Daryl,'s got a man that I'm crushing you. I just thought I'd mention that.
3: But um, <laughs> this is a
5: solution to the, to the um, Jackson um, trade solution. Frio's first pick, 13, and future first, and future second. The Jackson and Van Ruin.
3: Okay, so. Did you catch all that, Noves? I just heard uh, Bernie yeah, Line at yeah, the Bernie back say no to out. that. He's a Melbourne mad supporter, <laughs> oh, but he said no to that. There's too much uh, rating, I think, of Van Ruin. <laughs> but does it work, uh, Noves, as a potential unlocker? It does. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
1: Um, you know the the value of what uh, each club, in that sense. I mean, Melbourne wouldn't want to lose a second player, I guess. But yeah, that from theoretical, yeah, absolutely, it works. Yep. that is about right.
3: There you go, Stephen. And, and look, as we often say and have, have regularly said over over Trade Radio over a dozen or so years, uh, you've often just got to give something up that you don't want to get if you're bringing someone very big in. And, and while I don't think anyone attached to Melbourne, including Benny Lyon, wants uh, Van Ruin to be part of any discussion there, it's it's that type of uh, arrangement that often is required to actually get the deal done. And. It's going to be another one of those ones we just touched on, uh, on on a couple before. One of those ones that probably does go right down to the wire. Hey, Steve, thanks for your your call there. Let's go to Mark now in Brunswick. Hi, Mark.
0: Uh, g'day, guys. Thank you for taking the call. Um, look, This is a, a question with regards to the Collingwood fall blind and then uh, subsequently uh, Ollie Henry's decision to leave. Um, we can see that he's competing with Ash Johnson at the moment. We can see that Dan McStay will probably compete with um, Nathan Kruger for that spot. Um, And that... uh, Oh, God, now it's evaded me. Uh, Apologies, guys.
3: Carmichael Johnson.
0: Yeah, um, knowing that Ollie Henry's asked to, to go back to Geelong for the sake of environment and getting the best out of himself, wouldn't you think there would be... Uh, better opportunity at Collingwood for him to play, knowing that Johnson's still young and, and inexperienced rather than going to Geelong and going up against, say, Gary Rowan um, in that similar role.
3: I, I, I agree with you, Mark. I, I, I would think it's possibly an easier forward line to break into, ha- having not been able to break into it late this year at, at, at Collingwood. But, I mean, Gary Rowan, Rowan might only have one year left. Um, Tom Hawkins might only have one year left. I know Tom Hawkins is a different player to, to what Ollie Henry will be, but it's going to be one less position in the forward line at some stage soonish. So from that perspective, maybe maybe it is the, the ultimate big picture outlook sauce to, just, just to get into that club before these players do depart.
4: Yeah, and, and look, it's interesting. Young players get uh, frustrated not getting regular games and um, – yeah, and I, I honestly believe he should stay at Collingwood because I, I see there's a position there for him. He's you know, he's only been at the club for two two years. Two years. Yeah. yeah, two years. Yeah. So but, as a first round draft pick. Yeah. So but obviously, you know, maybe the lure to go back down Geelong. Um, his brother's playing down there, he's out of contract. So um, you know, young minds can be influenced. Um, sometimes you think it's greener over the other side and it's not really. So he's going down to Geelong. Will he get a game straight away? He may not. Hmm. He might have to spend another 12 months in at VFL level. So he's going into a very strong team. So, um, you know, they're the things he's got to weigh up but it's looking more and more likely that he will end up at Geelong.
3: Yeah. Mark, thanks for your call. We're going to um, spend a bit of time delving into this Holy Henry situation uh, between now and and five o'clock, Melbourne time that is, uh, today Um, we'll we'll take some views of, of people who represent uh, Ollie Henry, and, and I want to get Nobs and, and, and Soss also to just, uh, I suppose, forecast what, what they see happening and, and the why. We will delve into it, but thank you for your call. Uh, we have opened up the Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio open line, one 300 48 Unusually, there's a couple of spots that have opened up, so one 300 Fifty five forty eight. There's plenty of room on the on the open line for you. Uh, and as we do do that, we'll go to Ollie now in Subiaco. G'day, Ollie.
5: Um. So given how little draft capital capital Freo has this year, it doesn't really make sense why they'd give Blake Akers away for a future third, especially given the season he's had. And you. Do you think their stance on Rory Love therefore is going to have to change in order to A, like, appease Melbourne for Jackson and like B, still have a chance to bring Jeremy Sharp across?
3: I'll just jump in first, uh, Ollie, before I get the guys to the footy side of it. Um, my, my take on it is they just needed to clear as, as much guaranteed room out of their space as they could in order to get Luke Jackson in. It's going to be a, a massive impulse for that to happen. And Akers, and, and being out of contract, hadn't been um, given the, the deal that he, he wanted. Another club swooped and, and that just became an easy conversation. But I think um, I'll leave a, the other part of the question or the, or the footy side of the question to, to Noves and Sauce.
1: Yeah, I... I totally understand the, the, the sentiment, Ollie, in that, you know, Akers had a terrific year. It doesn't seem like it's a lot of value at this point going out. I guess they're thinking that they're in a reasonable space to cover it would be one thing. Um, there may be other things at play from their side of things. I think if, and we've talked about it here, Jackson needs to land before he can let Lobb go. So, you know, you might be able to couple those together, um, but sometimes, you know, it's and Freo have been good at letting players go and restocking, and then continuing to sort of build forward. So, in their eyes, they may not see that, you know, Blake is a is a guy that's going to be part of their campaign going forward.
3: Ollie, thanks for your call. Let's go to uh, St Kilda now. Sam has called in, wants to talk. Luke Jackson. Hi, Sam.
1: G'day, fellas. How we
0: doing?
3: Well, mate.
5: Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, um. Tipper's expected to go to Freo, right? And you've got Bedford who's leaving Melbourne. So for the Jackson trade, I was thinking uh, Melbourne give up Jackson and a future third or maybe fourth. And in return, Frio give 13, next year's first. Uh, either their second round or the North Melbourne um, second rounder that's tied to them. And Liam Henry, like he's not getting a game. He got like a bad review at the end of the season but maybe needs like a freshen up at another club. That leaves Melbourne with three picks next year, like from 11 to 20 or whatever it will be. And maybe then on trade that to try and get Zach Bailey out of...
3: Yeah, um, so, Sam, you, you bring a lot of stuff into play here that that won't happen. And, and I, from what you just outlined there, I just don't see what you forecast there is that it's Fremantle giving up enough for Melbourne to lose Luke Jackson. So, again, what you've raised, it's all valid and it may be bounced around, but it's it's not what we believe to be happening to this point. But, but again, I suppose what you have done is illustrate how difficult it is going to be for that deal to go down. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Paul now in Bendigo. Hi, Paul. There you going, boys? Well, mate. Just. Just
5: wondering, um, I would think Van Ruin's um, probably massive in their in Melbourne's plans going forward um, with their interest in getting Grundy over because he's not the, the ruckman that goes forward. But what's the hold-up with getting him? Like Both clubs, they want offloads of cash. Melbourne want to get him. Where's the hold-up there?
3: When you're trying to, I suppose, uh, execute a deal of that magnitude and with the money attached to it and, and, and how much of that money you're prepared to take on I reckon it's just the it's that it's that type of uh detail that that is going to be the stumbling block i've i've got no doubt it it, ha- it happens but it just might take again might be another one of those ones that takes up into the last thirty five minutes of uh, of the entire trade period just purely Paul, to to execute and and work out what type of uh financial arrangements are attached to it
4: yeah look, and and sometimes deals <clears throat> sorry uh, uh held back because clubs don't want to know, or they don't want to let other clubs know what they're actually holding. So, and that that can happen because they want to... Coming coming from someone who knows SOS? No, it's more so it might be involved in another deal, you know. So they're they're waiting for some deals to actually happen before they actually execute something that's been agreed upon. Um, So there there can be some some little games played behind the scenes. So whether that's happening, I'm not too sure, but there have been plenty of deals that in principle that have been done early that are executed late just so other deals can get done that can fit in the plans of of your football club and and other teams that you've got relationships with.
1: So the long deal with Gold Coast is a classic. They had three picks pretty close, 25, 32, 36 or something like that. Saints wanted 25, but that was already in the can for Berry. Right. So some of those things are already a bit in play to say, no, no, we... And, you know, you'll say, we want 25, and you'll just say, no, that's in another deal. Oh, who's that with? I mean...
3: We can't tell you. No. Yeah.
1: And he was he was as tight as anyone. Like, he couldn't get anything out of sight. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs>
3: you, you just always wanted to get the last win, didn't you? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. uh, get, get, get one early and put it Paul's, in the bank. That's, that's yeah. my theory on it. Then you get the other th- other stuff done. But yeah, well, just no, wait until is. the very last the, minute the to get problem, all of it done.
4: No, the, the issue is, and it's like Jason Cripps at the moment, he's got so much to work with here. You know, and it's difficult when you've got so many things going, and it, and you know, one club's wanting this, one club's wanting that. It's you've got to prioritise. You're trying to get everything done at once, but it becomes difficult. Um, So it's about which one are we going to try and execute? Sure, you'd like everything done together. That's that's gold, but maybe you can't do it. So it's about, okay, we need to get this one done first and then we'll worry about that one down the track. Yep. So, um, and I feel for the the list managers that have got a lot on their plate, it's nice to do one deal um, and go, yep, that's done early and you can sit back and see what happens.
3: Uh, Matthew in Craigieburn is where we will go next. Hi, Matt. How are you? Well?
0: Uh, I'm just asking about... um Hunter Clarkson, of North Melbourne. I'm a North supporter.
1: Sorry, Nobbs got the job. Thanks, Matty. Um, look, I, I can I still can't see Saints letting him go. Yeah, that that right. would be my sentiment. I think he's a great fit, Matt. Like if you were trying to pluck one to have another chance, you know, if Clarko came back, like he's a good fit for them, where they're at to support LDU um, Thomas. Cunnington coming back, like he's a good fit. Um, I just can't see them getting the deal done.
3: They're making noises that they're not wanting to engage, aren't they, yeah. as well? As in St Kilda is making yeah. noises. Yeah. Matthew, Well, there might still be something to play out with Hunter Clark, and it may come if North gets some clarity around uh, Alistair Clarkson, as unlikely as that is in the short time left in the trade period. but. I think to Nobbs's point, it might have been far more realistic had there been um, that being able to locked in, as in Alistair Clarkson definitely being there. Thanks for your call. Let's go to uh, the Gold Coast now. Victor has called in. Hi, Victor. G'day, mate. How are you? Well, thank you.
0: Mate, uh, I'll just uh, give you a call, uh, try a bit of a curveball out there with the uh, Dunkley situation and uh, the Lions not seeming to be able to get that across the line and upset the, the dogs. Um, the Suns are in Queensland, we've got a couple of first round picks and we've just cleared a boatload of uh, salary cap space with uh, obviously Bo's out and Fiorini looking to move and a couple of other there. Uh, is there any chance you reckon the Suns could sneak underneath and just put a bit of spark in that Queensland rivalry?
3: I never say never to anything, uh, Victor, but but no, <laughs> but unless uh, Nose can uh, can back, your, back, back up your theory there. I
1: like the rivalry, You've got to, we've been trying to grow that for a number of years now, Um it's i think i think the problem is victor when you when a player's out of contract and got his mind set on going to a certain place they've probably already been through the mm. the permutations of which clubs might suit me and so and,
4: and we're seeing what's happening with the suns right at the moment they're trying to they're offloading their, they're offloading to uh manage their cap positioning
3: yep. themselves for next year which May never come yeah, wow. yeah, now, victor again, it'd be look it certainly would throw a curveball in, but but again as as these guys um you know regularly tell and they 've dealt with some of the biggest deals going around uh sauce and, and Nob's, when you got someone like a Dunkley, it's not as if he's made his decision last week as to where he wants to go. These conversations with him anyway are probably as far back as 12 months ago um, when it's all said and done. So they've had a conditioning to it. Um, I just don't see it happening as much as it would, uh, would liven things up if it did. Let's go to WA now. Scott.
5: Yeah, g'day, fellas. How are we? Well. Um, just want to get your thoughts on the Saints and where they sit and where they go from here. Who are they chasing? Like, who's that a
3: grader that they can put into their list? Yeah, it's a worry for them, isn't it? it? It is a worry for them. We uh, we we heard uh, Jeff Walsh yesterday refer to um, what was the phrase he used? Uh, it wasn't mediocrity, but it was uh so- irrelevancy. That's the, the actually word he used. Yeah, and and that's unfortunately Scott, where where they are when it comes to um, you know making a statement of sorts. They they made the finals in twenty twenty. Won a final in 2020, but weren't able to back it up uh, in, the, in the next two years. And, and where they sort of finish is, is about it, just outside the eight, isn't it? So uh, there, there's no – look, they're in the market. They're trying to get something done. Uh, I, I know they're active. I don't have a name for you. I know they're trying to get someone through. But they um, they did go all in on Jordan Degowie and that didn't come through for them.
4: No, it didn't. But generally, I mean, supporters can get – um, a little bit impatient in, during the uh, the trade period. Something might just be bubbling away and mm. then all of a sudden it pops for them. Um, <clears throat> and St Kilda might be down that track. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, and, and then sometimes, you know, I've seen clubs where they do pretty much nothing during trade week and all of a sudden they have a, a ripping season the mm. next year. So <clears throat> it doesn't. You know, it, you you don't have to go out there and trade something or get involved in a trade for the sake of doing it. Sometimes it's just it's mm. good to go to the draft, but um, be patient. You just never know what the Saints they might come up with something big at the end of this week or starting like, next week.
2: like you know something, sauce
4: No, I don't know anything, but I'm just saying. I just sometimes you <laughs> can you well, can you know things just come
1: out of the blue. They were eight and three. Yeah. They'd had a really good start to the year and they had a couple of injuries. It just unbalanced them. Mm. Clubs take a bit of time to work them out. You put more time into a team in the second half of the year. So, yeah, I think be patient.
3: Yep. We'll take one more call before a break. Uh, Jason now in Chelsea. Hi, Jace. Yeah, g'day, boys. I'm
1: just
0: a bit of a conspiracy theory here. You've got points and you're talking about people, the clubs knowing a long way out and uh, that people are moving. So say Dunkley. Maybe he finished fourth or fifth in the best and fairest. Does he?
5: Um, does
0: clubs push him up to one for leverage?
3: <laughs> you, you could argue the other way, couldn't you? That uh, they knew he was going for some time and uh, why give him the satisfaction of being the best player in that year? He's leaving. Look, I have I'm a conspiracy theorist at times, Jason, but I when it comes to the Dunkley one, I I'm not reading any conspiracy into into that um finding. To me he was the the best player over the course of the year. I mean Bontempelli, as Soss touched on a moment ago, was banged up through most of the year. Um and, and toiled hard. But but again, I think probably it's fair to say Dunkley did have the most uh Impact on, on the season. It wouldn't be the first time, though, Jason, if uh, you were indeed right with what you said there, that, that it has happened. And uh, I don't want to get sued, so I won't go down details, but we might discuss it at some stage uh, in generic terms. Uh, thanks for your call. Um, need to take a break because, no, on the other side of it. Um, two people I'm really close to. Uh, man on this, my left here in Stephen Silvani, and the other one's Kane Corns. <laughs>
1: They're There's at war. There's a spat going on. They're at war. And
3: oh, yeah. our, listeners, our listeners need to hear what's happened here. And Soss, you need to have your writer reply on my other mate, Kane. What's he saying? He's had a massive crack at you. Oh, has he? Yes, oh, a no. massive crack at you. If I know you too, you won't copy. this. He, is
4: he in Melbourne or is he in- He's a long
3: way away. He's you, a long yeah, way yeah, away. Okay. Yeah. Is he still running? <laughs> no, he's finished running. <laughs> he's finished,
4: right.
3: So Soss isn't going to miss that. We're going to look at this on the other side of it because you do need to hear it, Soss, and, okay. and you do- are deserving of a right of reply. That to come on Continental Ties AFL Trade Radio.
2: The Late Trade. For MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT. Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit MEGT.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: Extraordinary scenes in the ad break uh, there, nobs wasn't it? Soss trying to hear the audio that we are about to play to him for the first time, where he's, someone's had a crack at him. So this is yesterday on The Late Trade, Nobis. We were talking with our good man Soss here about the Carlton Footy Club and, and someone he, he did bring to the club, and someone who he's still got a lot of time for and thinks can play footy, and that's uh, that's sauce's opinion. He doesn't uh, shy away from that. So, sauce yesterday, Stephen Silvani, talking about Paddy Dowd.
4: Um Oh, look, I, I think he's an AFL player. It's just, I, I look at him, and yes, he didn't get a lot of midfield time. No. He played two games this year. Um, he's Apparently, his VFL form was outstanding. You know, sometimes a new coach comes in, and you're not in his mix for whatever reason.
3: Pretty simple statement, though, because I didn't think it yep. was going to sort of cause any dramas yeah. for anyone. And then we wake up this morning and uh, Kane Corns on Trade Radio had this to say in response to Sauce. <laughs> I love Stephen Silvani's work on the late trade. I think it's spin. I don't think Paddy Dow's an AFL player. I'm, I'm calling that one out. Five seasons into his AFL career, I know he's a high draft pick. If you... Cannot get a game and you're only playing four games in your fifth season of football, and they really struggle to find a home for you wherever that is in the midfield. I don't think he's good enough, so I think that's spin. Stephen Silvani, the floor <laughs> is now yours. What do you want me to say? I want you to hit him back. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Spin? The last time I'm I saw you challenge
4: like this. James, what was what in was Between I the spitting break, you were
3: saying a few things. Why don't you say a couple of those? <laughs> Just say half what you said in the ad break. What was
4: I spitting about? <laughs> What did I spin? Listen, the last
3: time you were challenged by Matty Lloyd, you got your chest out, you you pinned the shoulders back.
4: I'm scared of Kane. (laughs) He's still
3: fatigued.
4: (laughs) He is fatigued. Come on, say what What, you you think.
3: Say what you think. You you were spinning, according to Kane.
4: Spinning, but because a new set of coaches come in, they might have a different mix or.
3: I uh, I, I took it, he was saying that he was spinning about the um, quality of Paddy Dow. That was, that was what I well, was...
4: Well, so I can only I can only um, comment on what I know and what I've seen. So I'll give you an example. Okay, so Matthew Kennedy, for instance, um, delisted this time last year, re-rookied. So he was delisted. I can tell you right now that the group of coaches that were there before this current group of coaches believe that Matthew Kennedy could not play in the same team as Patrick Cripps. So that's where I say all of a sudden a new group of coaches come in and all of a sudden the mix is different. That Matty Kennedy, I think, was pretty much the recruit of the year along with Hewitt in terms of what they did through the midfield. So we're at the point where he was delisted at the end of last year that pretty much around 6-7 he got a four-year deal. Sign and you, so that's what can happen. So, um, and coaches do do like different mixes, and I, and I just feel that Paddy Dow, um, he's different to what is in Carlton's midfield, and and I think Vossie and his team like that different mix in there that they, they brought in Scherrer. they brought in Hewitt, you know, mm. um, so they're playing other players through there. I do, and that that's my view. So coaches have a right to put whoever they want, who they who they believe that mix is what mix is best for that particular team. Um, and really, it's it's interesting. And another thing that you, you can go back on, pretty much this time last year, his contract was extended, so Vossi wouldn't have seen. Um, Dowie play previously, you would have seen him on tape and whatever, yeah. Yeah. but someone at that club had belief in him to extend his contract, whether that's the the list manager or the football operations manager. Yeah. So they've got belief that he is an AFL player. So 12 months he was an AFL player because they extended him, but right at the minute, you know, there are questions whether he's going to be an AFL player. I think he's an AFL player, but sure, he's got to improve in some areas. Right. So that's where I see things, but... You know, Cornsy's got every right to... Here we love, this, is, this is the love, bit we really want I to get. Love, we, we don't want the footy
3: side of it now. We just love, want your reply to Kane, all right? Let's I, I, go. No, I love but his
4: opinion, you know? And, you know I don't I, soften I, I admire Kane, what he does. He stands up to you, don't <laughs> mate? He, he stands up to everyone. That's good. I think he's got you at the moment. What, that that was spin? <laughs>
3: Well, that's what he said. It was sauce. I tell you what, I'm on his show tomorrow. We're going Are to hit yeah. to head. Yeah. Are you really? We're going to go hit to head. Can we get that done, Matt? Well, give him, give him something to think about overnight. He doesn't like he doesn't like it when he's challenged. So say something, and then you can go again when you're on his show. I don't show. know where he thought I. Where was the spin in all that?
4: Was there some spin there, Dave? No,
1: well, he he doesn't think he's AFL, but that's I think level. that's what he was. saying. That's
3: yeah.
4: what it is. He
3: doesn't think he's yeah. AFL. Yeah.
4: Okay. You think he is? Well, my my, my thing is. A player can play five years for whatever reason. You know, they can play early games, they drop off, whatever. Plenty of players have been dropped off lists or rookied and come again. Um, that, that There's littered with... Um, like, uh, Wright from Essendon, really, was pretty much... We all questioned him where his footy was. He ended up winning a BNF this year. Um, you know, and sometimes being left out for a whole season. And I've sat in meetings where... You know, coaches and list managers have said you're not in our best 22. You should look for other opportunity. Guess what? The next year they they mightn't find opportunities elsewhere. But next year, the next year they come, they do the preseason. They're in your best 22. It it, it is what it is. It, it um, for some reason you can get a reaction, um, when 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 you're battling a bit, but you need more than 22 players to win a flag. Yeah. you know, you you need a you need some depth on your list.
3: So One more go um, One more go Before we go to a break Just anything personal Back on Kane He hasn't recovered yet From that run <laughs> <laughs> We didn't quite get What we wanted there did No, we? no, no <laughs> well, what, what do, what <laughs> do you Come want on. me to say What in whack. the air break That's what we wanted I'm not
4: going to whack him <laughs>
3: <laughs> We'll take a break On the other side of it We'll take a look at Some other issues Flying around And uh Well, key to see you with Cane Corns tomorrow on the, I think it's the early trade is the name of the show he does with Matty Lloyd in the morning. Uh, This is Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tyres, trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: Stephen Silvani, David Noble, Damien Barrett with you on Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. This is The Late Trade. Mitch Cleary, Channel 7, just reporting on Twitter that Adam Kingsley has identified former Richmond pupil Hugo Relfsmith as the man he wants as part of the Jacob Hopper deal. There's a, a link there, isn't there to uh, the other thought that Adam Kingsley, we believe, has had to, to this point uh, over the attraction to him of Ivan uh, Soldo as a potential unlocker of that uh, that entire um, Jacob Hopper situation. So interesting that he's uh, identified a couple of guys who, who clearly he knows really, really well. Um, Soss, Snobes, uh, Hugo Relfsmith. smith I, I thought he show has shown it more than enough to this point of a, a short time in the game. But it's been hard for him, hasn't it, to get the I suppose the uh, the, the burst through element to his game that he's high draft pick uh, Ralph Smith? Rell Smith yeah I think he's going well. Yeah. Mm.
4: I think um so what what do they think? That they're gonna trade him.
3: No, Mitch reporting that Adam Kingsley's identified him as part of the you know negotiations around around Hopper Lee, you know going to the Yeah,
4: like I I think uh, look like he he brings some real dash and, and run. Yeah and, and that's what a little bit Richmond still need. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if they they traded him. I think I think he's going to be a really good player.
3: Yeah, and we we still don't know what's happening with Jack Graham. I, I've got a a belief. Uh, well, yeah, based on what I'm hearing during the course of the week, that while the Port Adelaide. Possibility just expired almost by the time he got back to Melbourne. After they then went for Jason Horn Francis, It it's opened his mind up and it's opened other clubs' minds up about the possibilities of him. Now, there's nothing that I've been made aware of specifically, Gnomes, that, that, that I've prepared to say just yet. But but I do know behind the scenes that it's, it's possible that Jack Graham, despite having a two years still to run of that Richmond contract, is is still a potential target and, and could well be elsewhere it in the Saints, wouldn't he? Yeah, would he want to go to the Saints, though, is, is probably the bigger yeah. question.
1: It's a good question. I, I suppose I was just thinking of Adelaide. who would, who would he suit. Yeah, possibly. I
3: don't think I, I don't think it's restricted to the Adelaide option for him, okay. so as much as that was the initial reason, that he'd go back to Port Adelaide, and as we know, was quite hurt, or, or not hurt, annoyed how he was wined and dined, in inverted commas, cameras everywhere, had a tour of the club's facilities, and then... They basically uh, ditched him and and went after, as you would understand, Jason Horn Francis. So there's that possibility there. Uh, Jimmy Bartell, uh, a director, board member of the Giants, uh, works on 3W as well. Uh, Was asked last night about where they're at uh, pertaining to Jacob Hopper and uh, what it may mean for another couple of players that we spoke about and have been speaking about on the late trade, that being Lockie Whitfield and Nick Haynes. Jimmy Bartell last night on 3W. Yeah, look, I understand people making those conclusions. Of course, uh, the Hopper deal, as you mentioned, if he goes in free agency, well, the compensation pick will be pretty good as well. So that's always. That'll be next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah. And he's still a very good player for, for next year for the Giants, you yeah. know, if he's playing there. So
2: there's a lot of moving part, parts in this, of course, you know, whether what Richmond's offering will satisfy, you know, Jace McCartney, the, the list and footy manager there, and also Adam Kingsley would want to have a say too,
3: now that he's rolling the sleeves up as senior coach. So. I think a lot of people think, well, if you know, the hypothetical game we do until uh, the deal gets done, if uh Hopper deal doesn't come off or satisfy what Jace McCartney and Adam Kingsley wants, what else could be done and what else could be done was uh relating to the uh possibilities of of uh Whitfield and and Haynes um, being part of all of that conversation, and I've got a belief that even if they get the hopper deal done and, and i I strongly believe this hopper deal will get done. We know that Richmond's already officially secured Tim Taranto. Picks 12 and 19 were, were part of that deal. We believe a, a future first round will be part of the, the hopper deal and, and and clearly Adam Kingsley wanting something else and whether it's Ivan Soldo or as Mitch Cleary was reporting only moments ago, Hugo Smith as part of that. But Look, to me, guys, the the good clubs and the clubs that that, that target players and focus on players well in advance of the trade period, they just get the deals done. And and I have no doubt that uh, Hopper will also be a tiger by the end of this. And on top of that, SOS, we engaged in conversation ourselves yesterday on on Whitfield and Haynes. And I I still, in, in the calls I've made between us talking about it yesterday and now, that is still very much in play. But but there's not clubs jumping off and, and trying to fight each other to get to either of them. They come with strings attached, and the strings attached for both of them are financial strings. Whitfield's still got, uh, I think it's four or four, even five or six years of, of about a million dollars a year, and Haynes has got two years at about 900000
4: Yeah, well, the long-term contracts, um, look, they've both been really good plays for the, for, for the Giants. And, um, look, I, I can understand why... The Giants would possibly look to moving one or both on. Um, it's pretty much the timing of a, a new coach that let's clean up what we need to clean up. Yeah. Not, not so much clean up, but if we're going to make some decisions, let's make them now. And, and a- on and that so point, I've got a clean sheet going forward. Good, yeah. yeah.
3: And and on that point, so so with Toronto coming off and and with Hopper expected to to be finalised, that will get them close to. The ledger, so to speak. Now, now, moving a Whitfield and or a Haynes off as well would then put them in front for that future possibility next year. Yes,
4: so, so do you think, though, on the Hopper um, situation, do you think they've looked now at going, well, what about if we put either Haynes or Whitfield up and see what else is out there and see where we can do a deal on one of the, either one or both those players and maybe keep Hopper?
3: I know you well enough to know that that's what you think if you're asking that as a question. If you're posing that, that's no, what you believe. No, I'm not believe. because – well, you'd James, have reason to believe no, no,
4: just, just what James Bartell said there about mm. keeping Hopper, knowing that, you know what, we can keep him for one year. Yep. Um, and then our compensation next year could be – they might have a pick eight or nine if they don't make, make finals. As a, as, a as, as, as a free agent loss. As a free agent loss. But the only thing that tells me that's not going to happen is – um, Hopper's management group, which is Connors kind of, kind of Sports, Robbie duraccio I think is his manager, and Paul Connors, I don't think he would have allowed his player to, um, uh, or, or Richmond, to approach Hopper knowing that a deal could not be done. Yep. So I reckon there's a deal done I think they'll they'll get that deal done, and yep. you'll see Hopper at uh, at Richmond.
3: I, I, that's my take on it too. I mean, you, you never you never ever say anything's a lock until it's done, mm. and we just need to because that's what happens in trade period. But I, I'm with you. I'm 99 percent certain that that will go down, and I, I think I think there's. Uh, there's a strong view of some at the club um, that that the one-off Haynes or Whitfield coming off to is a good thing, but it's not. I don't think it's across the board view of that footy club, and, and as such, it would need to be compelling enough. The Whitfield con, uh, contract, nobs is, is until the end of 2027, and give or take, give or take a few, maybe dozens of thousands of dollars either side. It, it is about a million dollars, I believe, for each of those five years remaining. So it's a look at his best; he's worth every cent, but but his best hasn't been seen now for at least. At least a season, and maybe even two seasons. So uh, it, it's a big risk for a club to take on, even if a portion of that of that high end nature of that salary. It is his
1: form hasn't. I don't think has been super in the last couple of years. You know he's twenty eight year old now, so you know you would expect that he's coming into the prime of his, you know of his footy career. His capacity to run and link up was always you know an elite perspective. Um, the other thing is Damo, Sometimes you actually you flagged these a bit earlier as well. So you might not be able to move him this year, but your, your clubs will manoeuvre their way through next year and there might be some, you know, renegotiations yep. of his contract in 12 months' time that he moves and so therefore you've probably got what you want in 14 months' time rather than getting it done right at this point gotcha. in time. So there's a little bit of forecasting, I think, that the, the Giants are telling us a little bit publicly, hey, this is what we want to do. If it can't happen this year, it'll probably still be on the cards mm. next
3: year. So the conditioning element to the entire competition and and probably most importantly, the the player himself. Is that part of it? Yeah, Yeah, I think so.
1: And they would would have had conversations behind saying, look, you know, if new coach, we might not see the opportunity to play every game. You know, you might want to explore. So, but Toss is right. You don't go to those guys like a hopper, uh, particularly with Paul, without feeling like there's a high element of getting the
3: job done. Yeah. And just on the hopper element to the Geelong footy club, which is active in this space and is mm. going to be bringing three former first rounders from other clubs when it's all said and done, they were engaged heavily in conversations around hopper and, and were quite um, disappointed when he chose Richmond over them for, for, reasons that may relate to the tenure of deal, the five years that he's going to get on, on 700 or sorry, seven years Seven years he's going to get on on 750 or thereabouts. Uh, We'll just go now to Danny Daly of the Brisbane Lions talking uh, earlier today on Trade Radio about the pursuit of his club, of Josh Dunkley from the Dogs.
5: Obviously, not going to go into specific details of of the trade, etc. But, you know, our our list manager, Dom and Sam Power, have had a a couple of good discussions already and uh, we feel like we're on track to to get the deal done at some stage. So, you know... um, out of respect for the dogs, I obviously can't go into what that looks like at the minute, but, you know, we're working towards that getting done and, and hopefully it'll all be uh, ticked off in the next few days or so.
3: I get the feeling, uh, that's Danny Daly there talking about the Do- Josh Dunkley pursuit. I, I get the feeling we're still going to be asking Danny Daly on Wednesday, maybe even Wednesday yeah. night, about half an hour before close of play, uh, how's it looking? But I think it'll get done.
4: So, so. who, who Dave, just with um, the situation, Dunkley obviously... Bulldogs, yep. Brisbane, who's the owner sit with to get the deal done? Is it Brisbane or is it dogs?
1: No, nah, Brisbane. It's, I, I think they're going to have to come around. They'll hold a ground to a certain degree. I know Maddie's. you know, talked, um, about maybe Brisbane, you know, using Cam Rainer. I mean, Danny was a bit further on. Oh, I said that all the way along. Brisbane have got no interest in that's not, That's not happening. Not, no, not for one minute.
3: If you but hear that again, anyone listening to this, is just take that off take the table. Take off the table.
1: Yeah. Um, so in trying to get more picks. But I think at the end of the day, Soss, if, if you've made a commitment to that player, you, you're obligated to get that that deal yeah. done. I mean, that's the end of the... That's, look, we experienced that with when Beamsie went to Collingwood. They had a commitment. They got it done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if you're the club that's bringing the player in, it's on your onus to actually get it done. Mm. So that's that's where that and they'll have to position themselves to a point where they know they can get it done.
3: Yeah, yep, that's uh, that's the way I see it too. But that doesn't mean it's going to be done quickly. Quickly, no. yeah. <laughs> then that, that will be uh, all the way right to the the very end. That, that's going to be the ultimate game of chess. That one with the uh, with the way the Bulldogs have positioned themselves in at their end of it. Uh, when it's uh, when it comes to Josh Dunkley being lost, Sauce, uh, we're about fifteen, twenty minutes away from your uh, version today. Your a Saucy Cool, um, we like hitting you up with a couple of topics, and and you've calmed down again after the Cane Corns <laughs> moment. So you'll you'll be clarity of thought. will be at at, uh, at pressing. No, we also might get another review out of you today um, at, at some stage as well. But what we'll do right now is take a break, and on the other side of it, get to your calls. So one three hundred. 23-55-48. Uh, give us a call on the Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio Open Line. one 55 48 The floor is yours. Anything you want to talk about with Stephen Silvani, David Noble on the other side of this.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: We're taking your calls on the Late Trade for MEGT, one 300 55.48. 55.48. Uh, we'll get through as many as we can in the next uh, eight to ten minutes before we get a, another Nobles now. So we'll head to Pakenham straight away and uh, and speak with Glenn. Hi, Glenn.
5: G'day, gents. Yeah, look, first time, long time. Um, hope you're all well. Look, I'm an Eagles fan, and, and to be honest with you, I'm pretty frustrated at the minute. We've got an ageing list, and I'm just not really sure where we're heading as a club. Now, I think we need to get some high-end young talent in the door as quickly as possible, and... You've got people like Horn Francis who wants to go home and Luke Jackson wants to go to Frio. Now, what are the Eagles doing to get that high-end, homegrown talent at the Eagles? Now, what about Denver Granger-Barras? Now, it's a bit of a bit of a left-field one. He's, he's a WA boy. He's a key position player. He was pick six. What if we dangle that pick two to the Hawks and we get Denver and whatever their first-round draft pick is, uh, seven, six, I'm not sure what it was. But otherwise, I'm just... To be honest with you, I'm sick to death of seeing other clubs do this at the minute, and we don't seem to be.
3: It's a fair call from from my perspective too, Glenn. What you've uh, raised there, obviously, Jaden Hunt comes in as a as a free agent. And I think he's going to be he's going to be really good. Uh, the Denver Granger Baraswan guys keeps coming up, doesn't it, because of the WA connections, obviously. But I just don't feel Hawthorne's going to want to uh, abandon that possibility just yet. And 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 look again, you could argue that he's actually doing what he's meant to do at this short time he's had in the game so yeah what do you make of Glenn's call there guys
4: uh, well I think they probably do lo- lack some young top end talent but yeah. that's that's probably due to a little bit um, having been up there for quite some time okay, okay the last two years they haven't um, but uh, I think I think I would think that their list management group and their club would know that they're gonna have to go to the draft at mm. some point and I think this year might be that time. Um, having, but I have mentioned that, uh, I I think they're having one more crack at it. I think they think their top end talent into their, their, their older talent. Um, I think they haven't had them on the park for really the last 24 months. Mm. Can they get them back on the park? The competition's quite even. Um, they play, you know, obviously their home games, they're hard to beat over there when they are up and going. So I, I would think this is their last year, but I still think they'll attack the draft and, and they need to do that over the next you know three to four years.
3: Thanks for your call, Glenn. Yeah, they're obviously a, a watch this space between now and, and close of play and then what they actually do in the draft. Uh, let's go to Mikhail now in Andrews Farm. Hi, Mikhail.
5: Yeah, hi.
2: How
0: are you? Well, um,
5: massive question for the
0: Adelaide Crows fans. Matt Crouch has been linked to
5: three rival clubs, do you know who
3: they are? I I, I don't, Mikhail. I, I think it's, it's line ball as to what happens to him. I'm certainly not hearing anyone knocking the door down for him. And while he's a, a, an elite talent at his best, that best is some time ago. Matty Nix clearly doesn't want to play him, um, didn't play him regularly throughout the course of 2020. Two, I I do know that he was the best and fairest winner in a team that uh, made a grand final in 2017. That is some time ago under a different regime. And while I expect him to be in the AFL system next year, either as a Crow where he's contracted or another club, it's not something that I think the other clubs are looking at as a pressing need. The
1: only one that I've heard is the Pies. Really? If they missed out on Mitchell, it might be a late consideration. That's the only one that I'm sort of hearing. So I don't know. Yep. Whether that's completely off the mark, but that was last couple of days, is what I've heard.
3: You always got your nose close to the ground, sauce on oh, such matters.
4: I, no, I, I haven't heard anything on him, to be honest. Mm. Generally, there's some talk around, but. In Melbourne, there's not a lot of talk no, about no. any club being interested. No. in
3: no. it might be a really late one, Mikael. But again, given he's contracted, it's 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 um it's going to have to be driven um you know hard late. But but he's not a priority from what we can gather from from too many clubs. Thank you for your call. Let's go to uh, Zook now in Craigieburn. Hi, Zook.
0: G'day, guys. How you doing?
3: Well, mate.
0: Yeah, all right. This is for Sauce. Uh, sorry, what You hate on and mate. So. I don't want your opinion on this I one. Don't but, hate them. Uh, I just call it the way
3: I see it, Zook. But uh, fair point. We'll leave it the sauce. No, nah, come on, mate.
0: Don't be like that. <laughs> hey, hey, sauce, mate. Love your work, buddy. Thank love you. the way you talk about the game and that. Uh, serious question. Let's say Eston don't pick up, you know, um, anyone in the trade, and just go with a top five pick that they've got. Uh, what do you, how do you actually see their list going over the next, you know, three to five years?
4: I, I like i i think Essen have always had talent on their list and i think they've got some really good young talent i think um looking at what happened this year is that they really struggled to get their their key position players um out on the ground um they really struggled with that um if that's that's probably an area where i think they've they've got to add to they've got to, they've got to try and bring in some big body uh key defenders whether that's you can do that through the draft, but that takes time, you know. So I'm sure over the next sort of 12 to 24 months, they're probably not going to be able to do it this year. Um, but there's not a lot of um, key position players that are available. So I'm pretty sure in the off-season, they would be attacking some players that are coming out of contract. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and... Uh, and really, you know, they, they've got to probably look at a a big bodied midfielder. That there's really no one there. Maybe Langford is it? Uh, Langdon? Yeah, uh, L- Langford. Langford. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that can sort of go through there at times. Yeah. But they haven't got one that that's a real premier um, uh, midfielder. And I, I, he does at it at just that. in bursts. He, he? does. Yeah. <clears throat> he does. But if if you look at someone like and look, obviously, some, someone like a Pendlebury who just you know he gets it out and Pelly and mm. the Crips. Who who's that for Essendon? They 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 mids, they they can spread. You know they've got they've got the shield and they have got Caldwell. He's well Caldwell's about probably six foot, isn't he? He's probably yeah. one, but he he and he's hard. Yeah. But he's not an extractor in terms yeah. of setting up play. And yep. I think they've done well to be able to get through uh, get him through the club. But they and and Zach Merritt's the other one. Mm. So yep. they 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 need someone to be able to. Extract the ball out out to those plays and really get their run because I I think they get some um, they get some some dominance out of there through their ruck, uh, so I like their list, but they've got to add and and but the, the issue is they've got some players like Cox and Perkins and Durham and they've they've got some real talent coming through, but where their where they're, um their age demographic, I think it's with their tools. They're They've got Reed that's a young def- uh, defender. What are they going to do with Cox? Are they going to keep mm. him out on the yeah. wing? Is yeah. he going to go is he going to go unknown, down back? Yeah. So but they're they're light bodies at the moment. Yeah. So they're they're probably really two years away of really being able to absorb the big bodies. He's your
1: blitzers type, isn't he? Cox. Cox, yeah. You know, yeah. like if you looked at someone for me that yeah. can play half back, he can go right. The endurance rollback, side of it he, too he looks solid, doesn't it? Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, Zook, thanks for your call. Let's go to Billy now in Mitcham. Hi, Bill. Hey
5: mate. Uh, yeah, just uh, wanted to ask a couple of questions about the Saints. Just wondering what um, if you guys have heard anything that they're doing. Um, always worried around this time of the year. We've had a few bad years doing this. So um, yeah, seeing if you guys have any uh, yeah any inkling on what's going on.
3: Yeah, we got a call before, Billy, and and there's not a lot, to be honest with you. I've got a view, and I think SOS does as well, that they're they're trying to do something, but there's nothing jumping off the page. They're all in as best they could be on Jordan Dugowie, and that didn't work for them, and ultimately only uh, used and served as a a brokering tool for for DeGoey himself to get more out of Collingwood. So they had a crack there. I I reckon, I get the feeling we're going to be talking about them between now and close of play Wednesday of, of next week, but... I don't have the name of the player they're after. Um, having said all that, and 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 as such, yeah, I'm a bit with you. They they just seem to be off the off the scent, don't they? In in being able to attract someone um, of, of a guaranteed quality nature. But Billy, what we will do is, as always, is bring it to you when it when and if we do hear something.
4: They've actually been pretty tight out of there, haven't they? Cause- The Cordy one came late. It was pretty much done. So whether they're working on something else, we'll wait and see.
3: Yep, got Cordy in as a a free agent, so it didn't cost them anything. Billy, thanks for your call. We'll go to uh, Saul now in Caulfield. Hi, Saul.
5: Yeah, hi, guys. Hope you're having a good afternoon. Um, I'd like to hear Nobes
0: and Sauce act on behalf of the Frio and Demons list managers and just show us
1: what gets the deal across the line.
3: I like it. I like it. Nobes, you can be the Dockers. And sauce, you can be Melbourne, and we'll give you forty-five seconds to thrash this deal out. Go. I'll give you. I'll give you thirteen. <laughs> not enough. If, I, if sauce, that's not enough, is it?
4: Where's 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 uh, Jackson's manager?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Sauce? What do I want? What do you want? What was you want... he pick three? Yep.
4: Pretty much. Uh, he was nab rising star. Yep. Twelve in, in months in ago. In his second year. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm definitely turn, turn wanna, a grand I final on its head I,
3: I, in Melbourne football club history I, I definitely as, as a, as a I, grand final winning player I
4: definitely want a top five pick and I want another pick inside 10
1: I haven't got five I can give you 13
4: in the future first. Well, go do better. Go do some work. Wednesday's the, the deadline.
3: <laughs> I'm off to the races. <laughs> yeah. Caulfield guineas. Yeah. Go do some work, Knobes. Uh, and Saul, I hate to say it, but I think that's where it's at right now. <laughs> a Who, a, a uh, mile apart. Can you can you act as the Bulldogs? Because I'm trying
1: to get something out of you to give to him. For, for, the, for the Dunkley stuff for that, as well. Yeah. And can, the Dunkley stuff, But I'm holding yeah. firm
3: on Dunkley with the bus. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Uh, so thanks for your call. Good idea, and you can see how uh, difficult these uh, issues become. Armadale now will go, Alex. Yeah, hey,
5: um, got a question for uh, Sauce and David about the salary dump, and how I think the AFL when they um, allowed this kind of made a mistake in the sense that Jack Bowes is um, not actually taking the contract that he's owed at Gold Coast; he's taking a pay cut. Effectively, so he's being paid one point seven million spread over a longer period of time. I think to make it fair for the comp, you would have to ele- you would have to actually trade for that contract that he's owed at the Gold Coast. So the one point seven over two years, because now you've got the situation where effectively any club could service a renegotiated contract of four hundred thousand over four years and that's what's allowed him to get to Geelong, the reigning premier, and for them to get the pick. So I think the AFL, AFL's made a mistake. So I think in the NBA, there are more, but they do a lot of salary
3: dumps. Alex, I, I, I reckon you make a-, a really good point yeah. here, Alex. I, I really do, because uh, that would have precluded the Cats from getting involved in this conversation. And I, I mean, SOS has been the one who has told our listeners what's going to happen here, the smoothing out of it. But I think your your point about the legislation around it is a... Is a really valid one, nopes You've got more pull than anyone else in this room. What, well, I'll, I'll be
1: the I'll be the anti because I, I think that players that are in contract now are able to be traded to clubs for different contracts anyway, even if it's not a salary cap dump. Hmm. So if it's I mean this has just come in, um, it's been going on for a little while. The salary cap dump, um, the Jared Lyons one when I was at Brisbane was a salary company, It was just a different format. Um, yeah, renegotiated the contract back to zero. He was released from the Gold Coast, um, and then Brisbane picked him up. So, look, I, I think the bigger issue is why do clubs get themselves into that situation? I, yep. I understand the sentiment. I don't, which get, I think is to Alex's point, which is yeah, I, I don't disagree enough. with that. Yep. But I, I'm, if we're going to go down that path, as I said yesterday bring back the end, bring in some anti-tampering about you can't go and talk to contractor players mm. from that side of things. The yeah. other thing is the NBA is privately owned. Yes. So from a business perspective, you've got sunk costs that, you know, owners are prepared to 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 live with. There's yeah. a certain percentage of business that are not necessarily going to, you know, um, there's a failure rate and a su- uh, success rate. So yeah. a bit different, but... Yeah.
3: Alex, we don't have such a thing, but if we would have a call of the day, in my eyes, you would be the caller of the day. Thanks for your call. Uh, Frank, Darren, Alex, sorry we can't get to you right now. We need to take a break. And on the other side of it, we've got uh, today's issue of Philosophical.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. It's time to get Philo Sossical with Stephen Silvani, AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert. Get leads, run your business and improve your cash flow from one app.
3: Today's philosophical, the cycle of the Giants stars sauce. So once you get your head around the club that you uh, basically set up and did everything bar help them to a uh, premiership, you had a model, you and others at the club, Graham Allen, crucial to it as well, whereby you were going to use a lot of uh, early draft picks, develop them, get the result out of them on the field, and then... With the knowledge you'd have to trade them out, but to get a big pick in return. And that's what's been happening. So we get to 2022 and Taranto and Hopper are now being required to exit. In the past, you've had Taylor Adams, Shield, Treloar, uh Smith, Jack Steele, uh, Bruins, another one who's going to go out this year. Jeremy Cameron, maybe the biggest of the whole lot. There's going to be another three first-round draft picks coming in this year for Hopper and Taranto. Does the same thing happen again? Does it continue forevermore? Do they ever break this cycle? Or is it impossible to now break this cycle? And just before you, you delve into your answers, Sauce, another couple of points here raised by, uh, by Benny Lyon out the back. Uh, Adam Trelaw traded to Collingwood, the best pick the Giants ever received. They used that on Hopper, who's now on the move again. Dylan Shield traded to the Bombers, the best pick they got in return. They used on Jai Cordwell. Who back ended? Who ended back at the Bombers a couple of years later? Dev Smith, same thing. Traded to the Bombers for pick eleven, which was used on Aiden Bonner. Bonner, sorry, Bonner was then traded to the Ruse last year. So, when do they break this cycle? Um,
4: well, I think uh, in, in terms of getting picks in. Um, I mean, Gubby was instrumental in that with Dave Matthews and uh, everyone that was on sort of list management. So. They've sort of they've they've kept to their word and and um, fortunately they, they they had the talent to be able to do that so but obviously at some point they would like to be able to hold all that talent I think they probably got themselves in a little bit of buy, a, a bind when clubs started to attack them their younger talent that they had to pay more money so um, and then obviously. You know that they've, they've had some issues with their TPP, which they're trying to rectify right now. So, if they had their time over again, they'd probably just look at the TPP side of things, at which they're addressing now to say, "Listen, we can't keep going down this path. Uh, we need to get our TPP back into order," which clearly they're trying to do. Yeah. So, um, so from that side of things, hopefully that'll resolve. The really good players going out and trying to maintain those, get everyone onto a onto a a contract that they can actually hold, you know whether it's you know ten to fourteen really are their top line players, which which they need to do.
3: And to to that point, as it stands now, they've already in this year's draft got picks 3 three twelve. Fifteen twenty one. That's before Hopper is transacted, and we expect that to be a future first round attached to the Richmond's later finish next year. So, again, they're already next year going to have their own pick and another pick in the in yeah. the first round by way of expectation. So, it's going to continue at least into twenty twenty three. This this yeah. cycle that, that nearly got them the twenty sixteen flag, albeit falling short in a prelim final, and also took them to the twenty nineteen grand final.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was set up that they could. Uh, that was set up to make sure that we could continue or they could continue to get early picks yeah. and get that young talent through. So it was a very was sound always...
3: model, wasn't it? It was, it was almost the perfect model if you'd got the premiership success along the way and may have then been able to make some, yeah, some tougher calls.
4: The thing about it, once you get some success, and we see what's what's happened at Richmond and also Geelong, players tend to want to stay. And I, and I still believe a number of giants that have left the club wanted to stay at that club. Mm. Um, but there's ways in which you need to move players, and um, sometimes you know you can have chats to managers, and so listen, we, we're going to have to move one of your boys here, and we want to be respectful in relation to uh, the player that you may manage and who may be at our club, and can you actually look elsewhere without if we can get a deal done? So you can have a relationship with managers that you know we can move some players on, and um, which they've they've obviously done along mm. the way, so. Um, the, the one thing is that, they're, that they've got these draft hands to make sure that in the next couple of years they, they can be really competitive again. And, and I still think that the core of their list, their good plays if they play anywhere near their best, they're going to trouble some teams. Uh, if they had their time over again, I'd certainly think that they'd probably try and hold on to some of their key position players that have and not necessarily been big name key position players, but but talls that you know, they're a little bit light on yeah. on their list at the moment. How many final series have they played in?
3: Well, Leon Cameron got them to five and, and where he not just got them to five, but won a final in. Um and I suppose that would be the, the totality of their final series. Yeah, given he took over after Kevin Sheedy, obviously missed it um, this year, and, yeah. and obviously the year before as well.
1: So I would argue that it's a successful system and it's a successful model to out of the period of time. And, and the easy comparison is the Gold Coast. The way that that model works has been enabled them to, you know, if we, we all get invested in our players, but the model has delivered yeah. finals performance. Yeah. If, if you We've got to strip it back a little bit and think there's only one team that ends up being successful at the end of the day, at the end of the year, because they win the flag. But if you look at the modeling of what they've actually done, if you're mm. looking at it as a business model and you're investing in the the way those assets are traded and recreated to yeah. bring back into the business – I would say it's a tick, right? Yeah.
3: And and it is five series. Um, it is obviously the, the Leon Cameron five series, and the the most recent one of those was twenty twenty one. Only last year where they actually yeah. beat the Swans in that elimination final.
4: So where where you'd think, think, geez, they were in awful trouble was that if they were going into a draft and you go, oh look, they haven't got a first pick in the door, they've mm. got no first yeah. pick. All they've got is a second, third, and fourth pick. You be going, what what's happened? Yeah, you know. Mm. But right at the moment, if you look at their draft hand they don't necessarily need to go to this draft and have three first round picks or four first round picks they they might even trade out yeah and and they might be looking at someone like a Brisbane going well do you want to give up your first round pick i know that might be a high yeah um you know a high teens pick next year but they've got to pick they might be able to trade one of these picks out.
3: I think they're open, and I think we touched on this yesterday, didn't we? I think they're open to even trading pick three out. Yeah. Obviously, they'd want something very good back for it yeah, or a splitting of it, but but that's their mindset right yeah. now, I think. So, and, f-
4: so from um, trading picks, they're in a fantastic position. Yeah. You know? But, but it think, only gets <clears> them so far. They no, can, it does. And, but and yeah, that's, the, that's right. Yeah. That's the focus on philosophical but, today. But, but, but my, my point is if I think they've got to go back to their TPP model. And, and go listen. We need to get this right because that's, I think, um, been part of it. Not not all of it. Some of these plays leaving the club yeah. because they, they've created a really good um, uh, culture. In culture, is a culture the right word? But they the, the guys love being up there, um, and they've done that really really well. It's not as if they're busting to get out of there. So um, and really, when the when the Giants first started. There was talk that that only you know the players would want to get out of mm. there after mm. two, three years, yep, and, it was. and 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 pretty much the, the the other clubs would come and pick off who they wanted to. But they've done a really good job. Um, the, the club have to be able to keep a lot of their players. But getting back, I think it's been their probably their TPP model that they just need to. T- uh, tweak yep. so That's they are able job. to hold these plays for a lot longer and there
3: seems to be a commitment to do that now with the, the new coach Adam Kingsley coming in and, and to your point sauce to, to clear it now and they will clear it once Hopper gets his way to Richmond and then if they then move on or, or again get a taker for one of Haynes or Whitfield that they'll actually be in front of that ledger finally mm. and they can obviously then reset yep. to your point that way on the back of all of that. That was today's philosophical with Stephen Silvani, AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert. Get leads, run your business, improve your cash flow all from one app. We're going to take a break, and on the other side of it, we're going to get David Noble to give his second review of the day. Who's in the focus on the other side of this, Nobes? The good old Navy Blues. The Navy Blues, who are still smarting from not making the finals this year. Keen to see where Nobes has them going into 2023. That next on Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit MEGT.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. Nobles Nows for Ego Power tools. Think outside with the Ego Power Plus 56-volt battery range of outdoor power equipment.
3: It's the second helping of Nobles' announced for today on The Late Trade. It's the Carlton Footy Club in focus.
1: The Blues, I'm uh, I'm a bit bullish about the Blues, Damo. I know they f- just missed the finals. Um, but if you have a look at their growth, I think their ability to grow as a team, what I liked was what they picked up out of Vossi's game plan straight away. So I, I think they're, for me, they're a 7 out of 10. I think they've got room to grow as a group coming through. They put things in place. Their defence was better. Um, they've got a couple of good key targets down that forward end mm. that they can go. I, I think they would have learned a lot um out of this year. Um so I, I like what they where they're at. Uh developments, probably about a six. You know, they've they've got some challenges coming through. I mean, I like DeConning, where he's at. Um, Walsh we know is a star from that side of things. Um so look, they're not too bad in that development space. They probably need to still go to the draft. They've got pick ten. 28, 62 and 64, so they've got a little bit of work to do then, still bringing through some some talent coming through. Not sure if there's been any other trades over the last sort of 24 hours. Um, stability, yeah, it looks like, you know, Vossi's entrenched now. Um, you know, I've got them as about a 6 out of 10. First year with a coach under his belt. Um, looks like the game plan's holding pretty stable with their coaching group. Um, development looks like it's in a good spot. A vulnerability. I've got them as a seven. I think their salary caps, whilst they've got a slightly different model, you know, as they've, we've been talking about in the sense that they're paying the top end a lot.
2: Yes, gonna and have, a lot of the top end. You're going to have
1: to be yeah. really careful. Yeah. So that could easily sort of swing around in twelve months' time. But at the moment, they're not. They're not dumping. They're not in that bracket where they're having to move mm. players out with cap. But they're going to have to be careful in that space. Um, And the premiership profile, I've got them as a six. I think they're right. Give them another 12 months, get into the finals. I've got them sort of on the clock about nine. Okay, Ready to go in another 12 months, two years, get them into that cycle, a bit more talent coming through. Um, I think they need a bit more power and run through the midfield, not the solid bigger bodies, but a guy that can get in and out and actually release the ball, move it forward, and a small forward. I'd like to see Fisher go back forward. Um, And someone like, I thought they might have gone after someone like a Bedford. Oh yeah. Up forward, small forward that can do a bit more work around those two big guys down in that forward end.
3: Okay, how do you see it, Sauce? Given your yeah, no, uh, close I, connection to it, and, and and obviously and ultimately the person who's who's set most of it up to this point.
4: I wouldn't say set up, but no, <laughs> um, no I, I I I agree. Like I'd like to see a really clever forward. Um, although they they're too you know, like Durden and, um, mm. and Motlop are young, yeah. so. Um, so they've, they've, they've got a little bit of time and, uh, I think you're right about, uh, another real runner, like agile runner through the midfields. Um, so that, that, that's one thing probably Walshy this year. I yeah. didn't see him run and carry the ball. Like he, yeah. he usually bounces the ball with a lot of handball involved with him, but they, yeah, they need to get some, some, some burst out of there. They've, they, they're big on their contested ball. And when they played well, you know, like yeah. Cripps and Hewitt and Kennedy and, so forth, they they basically when they were winning it, they were real good. When yeah. they when it was sort of even and and maybe on the negative side of ledger, they struggled. They struggled to find their opponents a bit. So not so much Hewitt, yeah. but you know the other way their mids have got to work the other way. But that that quicker mid that might be able yep. to get to them might help them. But I think you got it pretty much spot on. I think it's a big year for them. Yeah, agree. That um, they've got to make the finals. I mean they came out saying that. The president came out wanting to make finals this time last year. It hasn't happened. They've just missed out. They need to play finals. Yeah. Next
1: year. Mm. they're closer though. Yeah. yeah. Closer.
3: Oh, their
4: season was so much better.
3: Yeah. Where, where do you sit on that on that theory that making it and not making it? I mean, it was it was a matter of point something percent that they didn't make it. it would they've got a benefit in making it and and losing and even getting, being belted in, a, in an elimination final, or it just doesn't matter?
1: I've always been one. I'd rather be there yeah, and take I'm the melting. I, I yeah. think if you get there, it's like right. We yep. we've made it. We know what it's like now to get in there. The experience. It's like when you talk to a, a young guy playing his first game. You try to explain. Look, it's going to be quicker. There's no mm. rest. It's going to be relentless, and you know it's just going to keep coming until they actually step off the paddock and they go, holy moly. Yeah, I didn't realise it was going to be like that. So I'd rather you get there and get yeah. a touch-up.
3: And, and their, their last game was effectively a final without it yeah. being one, wasn't it, against, well, the against, against Collingwood? The last two, two even. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And but they,
4: they, uh, the, the thing about Fosse is uh, I think he would demand success. I reckon oh, yeah. the, the, the really good football clubs, you're missing finals. It's a failure. In a sense, Mm. that's what you play footy for. Now, there's sure if you're on that rebuild and you know where you list at, but there was an expectation for him to play finals. I know Vicey deep down would be fuming. He's got that competitive instinct, and what he brings is a hardness about that. So there's got to be an element of disappointment in saying we didn't quite get this done. Oh yeah, he won't
3: he won't take <laughs> Yeah, it and, lightly and,
4: and, and, and... and the great thing about Vossy is the players are on board with him. Like, you know, they they respect him. Yeah. So, that that that's that's good to have, you know, yeah. the respect of the players and they've, they've got the buy-in. So, um I think you know they need another big pre-season yeah. because they've got to make they've got to, and it's going to be a tougher draw as well. So, it's yeah, not
3: we'll be. Yeah.
4: Now now you can say it's going to be I Tougher draw sometimes it can work the other way because they're teams that you know yeah, fall, a out of fall the over, you're not so, expecting, yeah, that's right. But you're expecting a tougher draw, which is which is a good thing because if you do make the finals,
3: you deserve to be there. You're ready, mm. yep. yeah, yeah, and, and they're best stacked up against most yeah. of the best, yeah. yeah. You? So they have yeah. now got to do the second yeah. preseason season for yeah. longer and yeah. have if a real if cry.
4: they if they bring that effort they did in the last two games, yeah. they're going to play finals, for yeah. you? Guys?
3: Yep. Now, those when you leave us, as you do at five o'clock Melbourne time on the, the late trade each and every day in 2022, uh, another person comes in and takes your seat. And, and he comes in with all sorts of uh, energy, doesn't he, uh, oh. Soss? And his name's oh. Matty Rendell. Well, we we had a little moment before where you and Kane Corns went at each other, and we thought Ooh. that was a bit fractious. Well, Matty God. Wendell is about to unload on a very big name in the AFL who had a crack at him yesterday. He plays for Collingwood. You don't
4: want to get on his bad side. Either. No,
3: and this guy, I wouldn't want to get on his bad no. side. I reckon he'd go to war with this Collingwood player in any facet of of life, in any battle that was coming up. And Matty, we've been told. Is preparing to bring him down I, I won't give you his name Until I just make sure He can go wait, with it but wait,
4: wait for age Do you think like
3: maddie has got him covered On height Reach But I, I still reckon The other guy Would hold his own Against Maddie. So <laughs> In fact I wouldn't even want to See the other guy When he's worked up But he was worked up Yesterday When Maddie said Something he didn't like So We've got all that to come and he's also got some other theory too, sauce that he wants to get off his I, chest too I'm, so we we might just have to not talk I, in the first segment I
4: never seen he's so angry like he's angry <laughs> he's chewing
3: you're welcome to stay around too Nobs, if you want if you want actually be part of it live or get in your car and put no, the app no, I'm on so and Yeah. No, he needs his chair. (laughs) Hey, uh, thanks for doing the two uh, reviews today, and we'll see you again tomorrow on The Late Trade. But Matty Rendell, next on AFL Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio.
2: The Late Trade. For MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT. Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit MEGT.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. The Brutal Truth. For plantation homes. Save up to 75% on energy bills with a solar-powered, all-electric plantation home. The Brutal Truth,
3: the final hour of Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio, Late Trade. And uh, in at 5 o'clock Melbourne time, as always, is Maddie Rendell, Stephen Silvani already here, Damian Barrett with you. And I don't know what's going on today. Um, Sos, you've got yourself into a fight well, with a, a mate of mine in Cane Corns and and you had your right reply a few moments ago. And Now, Maddie, we cannot let you talk today until you he... clear the air with, with the great Taylor Adams of the Collingwood Football uh, Club.
6: Um, is he... Really, a mate of yours, Kane?
3: Kane is a good mate of mine. Okay. Yes. Um, and so, Sauce. So, was I, like, it was like, I was. Yeah. So,
6: I was. Yeah. so, this isn't my line, but it is a great line. This bloke uh, I read called him the professional fault finder. <laughs> and I've gone, that is one of the great lines, and I have to use it, Sauce. So, what was your reply? When he's bagged you, the professional fault finder.
3: He let us down, man. I,
6: I actually call him the penny banger <laughs> because he's no volcano because he has to backtrack on and and a lot of things oh, he said. So hot. if you if you remember- He g- doesn't back down. If you remember Guy Fawkes- No, he does. If you remember Guy Fawkes and uh, Cracker Knight. They used to have a penny, penny bunger. It was a good little. It would obviously cost you a penny, but it was a beauty. You used to sneak into the neighbours, throw it out, throw it out the back where they didn't know, and hide in the bushes and wait for it to go off and wait for the response. You got beauty.
3: your own fights, all right? So let, let's sauce have his own. Yeah. You've okay. you got yours against Taylor Adams, so. What we just want to do is, is, is backtrack... Yeah, tell me this. what, well, what, what he's say? This is what you said yesterday mm. on... Or have we got the audio? Are we going to just go with the... No, we got, this is what you said yesterday about um, Brodie Grundy, uh, Maddie, as, as you were reviewing the Collingwood Footy Club and, and Brodie Grundy and, and where he was going to go. I to think college. it was a caller. It was. This, this is your quote on Brodie Grundy. He doesn't offer much in a leadership sense. He's not in the leadership group for a bloke that has been around as long as he has and how influential he has been in games. Now... That was what you Mm. said. It was pretty provocative. Soss and I reacted. Uh, Taylor Adams, the the very, very good leader at the Collingwood Footy Club, had this to say. How can you comment on the quality of someone's leadership when you have never been led by that particular person? And Mm. on top of that, he's then... In inverted commas, unfollowed trade radio, Taylor. So you've really caused a stink there with him. Now, Ooh, I wouldn't be taking Taylor Adams on in any way. No, facet I wouldn't take battle. him on.
6: He's a feisty little customer, isn't he? He is.
3: <laughs> and he's taken you down, Maddie. So, and you've got a chance to respond to him taking you yes, down.
6: Yes. Well, um, the first thing I want to say, I'm ecstatic he's actually listening to us. He might have a career in rec- um, recruiting and trading. He, he loves his footy. So I'm ecstatic that he's actually listening to us. Uh, The next thing I'm going to say is what the hell is he doing on Twitter in the off-season? He can only get in trouble in the off-season on Twitter. Um, He never addressed the question, why isn't Grundy in the leadership group? He's been there seven years. He's their highest paid player by a fair whack, and he's not in their leadership group and never has been. And the other thing I'll ask him, uh, hopefully he can reply on Twitter, please, Taylor, if you, I know you're listening. What's will try and so, get him on, actually. So Let's try and get him on. Please reply. Um, most of the leadership groups are voted on by the players. So I assume Taylor voted for him. And if he did, how come a majority didn't vote for him? Please, can you reply? Or, or I'm up.
3: interested. He's coming wound up. <laughs> but you, again, to Taylor's point, you haven't been led by that particular no. person.
6: No, I haven't. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm. My observations of all my time there was that, uh, and actually, someone from the ex-player at the club said exactly the same thing to me today. That yes, he's he prepares magnificently, but it is extremely insular and focused on him being the best player he can be. Yep. And if you watch the Collingwood games when he's playing, this was a little thing that used to annoy me. I never see him giving direction to midfielders or, um, or communicating. You, you don't seem very vocal on the ground. Yep. Now it's, it's clearly not his go,
3: just a, but that is it. part of the leadership. Don't want to shoot you down, Matty, but we just need to be factual. Um, we have been told he was in a leadership group last year. Oh, and they dropped out. Well, that might be. Your yeah. Point. Okay. Yeah. Um, geez,
6: that surprises me that I, 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 I'd take that back if he was in the leadership group last year. Um, and for some reason, I'd like to know why he wasn't in this year. Yeah, well, year. That,
3: that's, that may be to your point that yeah. he was taken out. So There you go. All right. So you're going to be okay with Taylor if you see him next yeah, year? Yeah, sweet. I wouldn't Got want to on take, really well with him. I wouldn't want to take Taylor on. He's, no. He, you'd go to war with Taylor on anything. Oh, absolutely.
6: Yeah. You know, he plays for keeps. He does. And, and trains for keeps, too. Will you, speak, will
3: you
4: speak to him tonight? Taylor.
6: Well, what ring him? Yeah, I haven't Pol- got his phone number.
4: Apologise,
6: I haven't got his phone apologize.
3: number. Apologise. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what well, apologise for being right?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, he's not following Trade Radio now, according to Taylor. So yeah, he, he will have heard what you said then. Uh, so we, we might try and get him on though. We <laughs> might get Bernie Line to give him a call and see if he wants to come on. Uh, and, I don't, I don't and, think and have I, this out on air. I don't think he, the club will allow that. If you
4: could get him to follow Trade Radio again, <laughs> yeah. by the, by by
6: tomorrow, <laughs> you're, um, you're a genius. So anyway, um, so what we were trying to come up with with reasons why they wanted to trade him and that'll be my next question. Taylor, why are they trying to trade out Brody Grundy? If he's such a great leader and we know he's a great player, why are they trying to trade him out mm. to bring in some some blokes who wouldn't even do up his bootlaces? So explain that to me. Explain yeah. it to the public. Everyone wants to know. No one's got an idea what. Uh, it's when, hard, yeah. when, you, when you're bringing in players on more money than, you, than you, that's going out, it doesn't make sense to us, Taylor. Mm. Please explain to us. W- w- the football public can't work this one out.
3: We, we need to have formally put the call in. Uh, I think, Bernie, just if, just just so we can say we've at least put the call in because it is only fair. You, you've had a good crack at him now, and uh, he's deserving. Or if he wants to, and he may have zero interest in it, but uh, we will officially ask. And I'll, we I'll we know he'll, what have, to be done he'll in. have zero interest. In it. <laughs> well, you never know. He's a, he's a man who does, and always has spoken. His, that, uh his mind.
6: Was that the door buzzer? He's
3: not, <laughs> he's not out the front, is he? <laughs> Um, now, you, you've got a couple of things you want to talk about And, and we, we will get to it You've got some theories on Ge- on Geelong, Matty we, What we will do, though, is just continue to talk about uh, The other feud that's been in the box uh, today In the, in this studio where, where Kane Corns took on our man Sauce yep. uh, you, Your views on, on that, just to, to finish off So we uh, can clear the air totally um, And finally just start talking about footy
6: no, I think kano has got to watch the footy a little bit more oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's used, I think he's, he's too entrenched with Kingy and they just spend too much time in champion data and they don't actually use their peepers to what's the no, fuck? No,
3: no, no, I'll, I'll defend Kate on that front. Kane, Kane doesn't rely on stats. Yes, and data I do. Yeah. I know.
6: I'm just having a go and yeah. we, we have a laugh back and forth. Um,
3: right. Now, you've got a theory that that's hmm. coming across our desk that you've been working on this afternoon to, and you're going to what? bring it to our listeners on the other side of a break we're about to take, you but it, it involves. The Geelong okay. Footy Club, is that right? Yep. Don't, don't give it away, just tease no. it. Just tease it. What, what are you going to say on the other side of this break? Um, if we don't get Taylor Adams on, what are you going to say about Geelong Footy Club on the
6: I'll, other side? Of- I'll, say, I'll say that the clubs are saying, bring back Wellesley. <laughs> okay.
3: Oh, there you go. All right. Well, we will take that break now and I'll give you the floor again on uh, what you're hearing today on the Geelong Footy Club. This is Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. Trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Matty Rendell to uh, take us through his theory on the cats on the other side of this.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. Joey, and I
5: don't want to use an excuse, but he did carry the the shoulder in the back half of the season and had an operation as soon as the season was finished, so um, he was a bit restricted in his ability to be able to put his hands right up and mark the football, but he played, um, and when you play, you're 100% fit, but he needs to... Obviously, work a lot harder and be in the game for longer periods during a game. Um, defensively, uh, he realizes, and we spoke to him about the need to get better. Uh, we feel that the good key forwards, if they work hard defensively, they keep in the game. Offensively, it allows them to, you know, work on their patterns and you know hit up and mark the football. So um, there's no doubt we feel that if he works a lot harder on his defence, that uh, that'll help his overall game. So.
3: Brisbane Lions, Danny Daly there talking uh, earlier today on Trade Radio about Joe Danaher for Beaumont's, the news update for this particular hour. Matty Rendell, uh, you work the phones before you come into this uh, studio each and every day during the trade period. and. You want to bring something to our listeners' attention relating to the Geelong Footy Club. We know that they're going to get active again. Their 2022 Premier going to bring in three players who were taken by other clubs in the first round of their respective drafts. So Jack Bowes being one of them, and with Jack Bowes, they bring pick seven along with him from Gold Coast. Ollie Henry is the one they also want. He's nominated – Henry has nominated the Cats as his club of choice two years after being selected by Collingwood as a first-round draft pick and Tanner Bruin from the GWS team wanting to also find his way to the Cats. We expect them to be all officially transacted by the close of play Wednesday next week, and uh, it just goes to show that a well-organised club can do pretty much whatever it wants to do in this period, but it doesn't mean that it's to the satisfaction of every other club.
6: I'm not sure it's a certainly a fait accompli, I'd say, to get done next week if it keeps playing out as it is playing out at the moment. So what are you saying so, Geelong have offered Collingwood thirty seven was thirty eight I think now, for Oliver Henry. It's way unders, way 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 unders. They are low balling Tanner Bruin, a pick twelve as well. So they want to keep hold of their eighteen mm. and supposedly their seven. Uh, obviously GWS wants something in the for next year with the with the uh, sorry Gold Coast Suns with the Bose one. So they hand over. So you got they've got to give something back. For next year. Don't quite know whether that'll be, but it'll be at least a future second, I would say, for Geelong uh, for that deal to get approved. Okay. Even though the AFL know it's, it's just It's a salary dump. Yeah. As, as <laughs> yes. we know. So, 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 so
3: but Bows and Pick Seven go to the Cats. And are you going to say that's future that's second? Done? That's done?
6: Future second back. Yeah. But I'll, I'm not so certain they want to give up that either. So, Andrew Mackey's doing the. Uh, trading, I think, for the first time, yep. and not Stephen Wells. Um, there's a few clubs not happy with how they're going about their business. With because, Andrew Mackey. Uh, well, Wellesie just got deals done, and they were all like win-wins, and that's what you want. But He, he could hold I, out, though, too. I'm, I, I'm I mean, hearing that a lot of... Um, a lot of clubs are complaining that clubs want win-loss this year. Ooh. So not much happened last year. So it was relatively quiet and everyone – but, geez, they've got their, their – those list managers have been sitting there for two years uh, conjuring up all these deals, and now they want win-losses. And that's not going to work. It's going to blow up. So when I, I started thinking about if they're going to stick to their digs and uh, underpay – under um, – yeah, underpaid basically for, for Henry and Bruin. Um, I'm going to ask those two clubs, Collingwood and GWS, to stick to their digs and call their bluff and don't do a deal with them unless they up it to the, their satisfaction. So the two players will have... Hang on, you,
3: you're encouraging friction here uh, uh, from the outside I, of the I'm
6: saying it's a big call, but that means the two players will either go to the preseason or the draft. So they go to the draft. They ain't getting to Geelong at eighteen, either of those players. Not a, not a, a chance of getting, and Geelong won't take him at seven because they want to take um, Jai Clark.
3: You've already mentioned that. So yeah. so seven stays, and but that, and he, seven might be there, right. he might not be there. Right, might not be there. But so so pick eighteen's of interest to me in 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 these players, and I they're not offering
6: pick eighteen for either of them. Yet, yeah, but they're
4: offering pick twelve though, aren't they? Twelve for Bruin. You would think no, that, he
6: was a pick 12. Oh, he was a pick no, 12. No, they've got pick they've 18. Got 18. Oh, 18. No, they're not 70. offering 18. No,
3: they're not. Sorry. But, so, I, but I would so, have thought, Matty, and, and again, you tell you guys work in this space. Uh, yeah. I would have thought 18 for Henry
2: is right. And, and, and
3: that Collingwood yeah. – I, I, I'd pay him for Henry, not Bruin, for what it's worth. But well, well, but Collingwood would want more than 18.
6: Well, but, no, no, no. Collingwood get 18. Yeah. And Bruin is first round next year because it's going to be right up the top again. It make, That makes a lot of – it seems easy – but Geelong don't want to pay it. Is your you sure
4: information solid, Matt? Yes,
6: and it's very solid. Yes, because it's unlike, unlike. That's along. what I just said. The clubs are saying, "Bring back Wellesley." Oh, so, oh <laughs> you got it! Ben. Come on. No, I'll just be facetious. played mate. hardball too. I mean, oh, I'm just yeah, on the West Coast on hey, St. Kelly. I'm just being facetious, but they're not. But the clubs aren't happy. So, can, can those two? a compliment to Andrew Mackey, can, what you've can just said. Can those two clubs call their bluff? and not do a deal unless they come to the party and send them to the pre-season and draft, of which neither player will get to Geelong. No. Neither player will get there. They can nominate terms. There'll be a welter of clubs who will lap these two players up before they get to Geelong. Well, the problem
3: with doing that for for an Ollie Henry would be North Melbourne would have the scope to get him with the first pick oh, in the pre-season draft.
6: Any 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 of the clubs after him, but he can he, GWS. But he can
4: nominate... Uh, to go into the national draft and nominate his terms in the national draft
3: as yeah, well, but North would still be able to get him, not with pick one. No, no, they wouldn't take him there. But he would, he would go. He would go. So you're saying pick 18 in the national draft?
6: He'd go between 10 and 15.
3: Ollie Henry, you're convinced of that? In the draft, if yeah. he's in the draft, that's not absolutely. a Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so with
6: Tanner Bruin. So, okay. so um, you sure on that? Be careful.
3: Yeah, I'm, sure. not, well, I'm not sure on Tannenbraun. Aren't you really? Nah. Well, you yeah, know, I am. So In I, I,
6: this draft, they're not, they're not big on it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and that's where
4: we're speculating because I don't know yeah. the draft well, so yeah. I don't know where it's – um, I don't know where the depth finishes. So they can yeah. nominate
6: terms, but clubs will want to pay. So, um, at, so at the same time, uh, Radagalaya wants to go to Port Adelaide. He they wants to go. Wants to go to Port Adelaide. He's got a year to go of his contract, I think. Yes, he
3: does. Oh, um, I believe he's contracted. Yep.
6: And Geelong want way better than the offering for Henry and Bruhat. For a bloke who I need to get his stats up. Did he play any games this year? Did he play three or four. Redigalier? Yeah, he got
3: in very late when there was a when they that's were right. resting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Resting yeah. players. and he's
6: been there at least six years.
3: Thereabouts, yeah. four, five, six. Um,
6: yeah. Can't quite get in. Um, Four he's, games pro- he's year, not going to get yep. in next year either as I see it but possibly the year after but he'd need Hawkins to go yep um, so Port he wants to go to to Port Adelaide and they they want a really high pick for him like in, in the first round uh, so so they they want a low ball well Port's already All got
3: Port's other- already got problems um, yeah. in trying to get Jason Horn, Francis and Junior Rioli across
6: I think that'll happen with the Eagles, so the well, first tell us what
3: you're hearing there because Soss and I discuss this. With so Nodes. Port's
6: first round goes, uh, yep. uh, sorry, future first. Yep, goes they uh, Eagles go from two to eight. Yep, uh, two goes to North. They might have to give him something for next year. I don't know why, because it's virtually a
3: pick one. Dan, Dan Houston was the player that West Coast identified yes. yesterday. It was put to Dan I don't think Dan that's going to happen. It's no, five no. years. Yeah, and, and it was put to Dan Houston, we believe, last night and just rejected. So, um, the and really, the the really odd the...
6: thing is, from West Coast, why wouldn't you go Georgiartis? Well,
3: they may already have.
6: He
4: might not want to get home.
6: Well, that's a rarity, isn't it? For a oh, WA kid, yeah. if someone gets an offer and you know it's going to be a good offer, but he could probably say, Well, well I'm a chance to play in a flag at port and Eagles are miles off. So maybe they're low balling the offer for him um, because uh, they can. Um, so interesting to see what happens. Obviously, Bonner's on the table here. And I, I don't, so another player I, I brought up uh, last week, I think, was Farrell. Um, Where's Dursma sit as well? They've got a welter of wingman type half backers, so, um, and they're desperate for them West Coast. We're desperate for anyone really. So, I think if it's not a player, they'll get something extra. Um, Port might have to tip in a little bit extra for Eagles and for Port. That, but it'd be around the futures. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, that's where that's the uh, state of play at the moment. They'll hang all over. But they'll try maybe a couple of couple of other players. I assume West Coast, but I think that'll be a three-way that'll get done. And and, and people say, well, pick two. Someone rang up last night. Oh, they put all that uh, development into Horn Francis, and I said, what development? <laughs> <laughs> because he actually went backwards. <laughs> but the but the pick two is actually a pick one when you've got pick one. Do you know what I mean? I know so, what you mean. so they can get. It's not like someone's going to take the player you want at pick one. You're going to get the top two. So, Matty, getting back to all of this, so Geelong's holding all this
4: up? Uh, Well, yeah, they're holding all this up. (laughs) They can't be holding those other deals up. Can they? Are they holding Port up? you can't blame him for everything, um, and they can't be holding. They port, get the deals, deals done, out. mate. Holding
3: rally Goliath. They never miss their man.
6: I, I reckon you're a bit harsh. Yeah, well, that's when Wellesley was in charge. I never miss their man.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm backing Mackey in. Yeah. You're backing him. I'm backing back in him in.
6: Sorry. I'm backing Macky. Hey, I'm just wondering. First year doing the job. I'm oh. gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a hard ass. Oh. <laughs> i I've got to set the tone for the rest of my list management <laughs> career. Well,
3: one of, yeah, I think you're going to be wrong. I think they'll get all three across. And, uh, yeah, they, They've got until deadline uh, next week oh, to just, do it. And-
6: I'm hoping it doesn't happen because how exciting is it?
3: Oh. <laughs> well, one thing Wellesley did do was, was wait to the end. I mean, if you recall the Cameron deal, that was done after the deadline. I don't care what anyone says. That, oh, really? That wasn't signed. They had a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, nod, nod with the AFL, but that wasn't done properly until yeah. after the deadline. They threw
6: in... Him- the third first yes, rounder that they did. got it done. That didn't was they? yeah, and then that was was it, it with, pick
3: twenty with the sec with it, with two second rounders coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen, That's... fifteen, twenty. That was yeah, the yeah, yeah. And the Tim Kelly one went yeah. right down to the y two. Well, it missed one year. He didn't get the he didn't one get the one year. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So, Wells so he said no one year as well. So
6: um, yeah, well, Eagles weren't prepared to offer. <clears throat> Enough. They wanted those two first rounders for Kelly and they weren't prepared to give that two first rounders. They got on the next year. They got on the next year. And then year. use
3: them to get Cameron the year after that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, Maddie, you're going to review uh, which club. Uh, the Bulldogs, isn't it? The Bulldogs. Okay. We yeah, can, we so can line into, up.
6: I'm into the top eight. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, we can line up your analysis of the Bulldogs with the one that David Noble just did and we'll see. Oh, who, did he? Uh, he did actually. He's working okay. his way. Um,
2: Uh, Down the ladder.
3: Yeah, you're working your way up. So we've got that middle point now and uh, keen to see what you say about the Bulldogs on the other side of this for Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse.
3: Uh, Welcome back to uh, Continental Ties, AFL Trade Radio. A lot going on in this studio in the ad breaks, and we're starting to get personal texts, and I've got permission to actually read this one out, Matty, so... Yeah. So, and you've got it as well, so I don't even feel yeah. bad talking behind your back. Uh, it's from uh, a reasonably good player in the competition, Matty. I think someone you might have even recruited at the time. <coughs>
6: Did you recruit this it was person? was my first ever player I recruited, and he's given me zero credit. Well, <laughs> for he's the named- last 12 years, 14 years, zero
3: credit he's given well, me. He's a, he's a man who I think actually, I've watched this Grand Final three times since two Saturdays ago. I think he should have won the North Smith medal. <laughs> Paddy Dangerfield's his name, for those who haven't heard- <laughs> <laughs> And he actually has said to you and me, can you show Maddie where the cough button is in that studio? Well, I'm going to test it because I said this doesn't work, and the boys in the tech boys have got no idea. So I'm going to test it, all right? right? Let's go. Could you hear that? He said you've gone full snort. No one goes full snort snort. on you.
6: I did a snort, I promise. Sorry Sorry about that. It was an
3: accidental snort. And given I've got permission to say that other stuff, I'm going to read this last one he sent through. He said it's even harder than the the time you brought a six-pack to the final meeting we had with him in his draft year. What happened there?
6: Uh, I drove – I had no idea – what Boggs Creek looked like. So I, so I went to uh, Henderson's place first. Uh, so he's, in first 11, was he? he's in your 11, was he? Lockie, yeah, Henderson. Yeah. Lockie Henderson. Lockie Henderson. Yeah. So I went to his place first. He was very funny because uh, I'm, I'm asking him questions again. He goes, you know, you've already asked me those questions twice before <laughs> in interviews. Okay, sorry, old mate. We'll pick you at 10 if Patty's not there. No, I didn't say Paddy's not there. So then I drove down to Boggs Creek and... Uh, uh, went into Patty's place or his parents' place. Uh, lovely people, a lovely family, and um, I just wonder, oh, look, where the hell's Mogg's Creek? Oh, it's a beautiful area. I can understand why he was desperate to get back. He gave Crows eight years, um, so I, I, they're probably lucky they got that. If they knew where where he comes from, so. But uh, I was thinking about Selwood and Dangerfield the other day after the grand final. No, the the six, no, no, six, six, six pack. Oh, did I? Yeah. I took a six pack. Well, he said it you did. Yeah, he said. It's, so he was doing. Year 11, and uh, he said, Look, if you pick me, can I yes. stay at school, finish my last year? <laughs> he was the head prefect, surprise, surprise. Um, so I said, I got no worries. I went back to the club and told him I'm happy with that. And they said, Yeah, okay. Uh, but I, I, did I take a six pack in? I can't you remember. Said but
3: and there's another add yeah. on to the story. So you tell your version and I'll give you the next instalment from Paddy. So you, uh, the, you keep going.
6: No, no. So, yeah, so he knew straight away when I drove to his house, he knew I was going to pick him at pick 10. Um, it wasn't hard. So, uh,
3: yeah, what's his next instal? Well, you, what we probably should say, and this is for Drinkwise this hour, um, he was in year 11, so you're only drinking oh, with, no, his, I think yeah. his dad drank him. No, no, well, no. He <laughs> says dad doesn't drink much, so Matty drank the whole lot. So you've gone down to recruit a year 11 kid who uh, ended up being one of the all-time greats. You've uh-huh. taken a six-pack and drunk the
6: six-pack. Well, I thought his dad – I didn't know his dad didn't drink. Oh. <laughs> so,
3: um, there would so, have been lights, Maddie, and you wouldn't have driven no, away, would you? No.
6: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd anyway. never do that. I got a theory on Patty and, and Selwood. So I think Selwood appeals to me to be a coach in waiting. I'm not that's not telling anybody they don't nothing they don't know. I think he should go to a, another club. I reckon he should go to a club with outstanding culture and, and pick up more on that. So that's like the Swans or Richmond Next for year. example. Yep. Next year or year out of the game? Um uh, next year, if he he'll be bored real quick, I reckon. Even though he'll have a young kid to look yeah. after, it's due. I'm not sure when. In the new year, I think. Um, <clears throat> I think in three or four years' time. <laughs> cough button, just yeah, cough <laughs> buttons, It doesn't work. That's what started all this. You've got to put me on a different mic. I'm moving over to that one after the break. Um, he. Uh, He'd come back and take Chris Scott's place as coach of Geelong. Hang
3: on, you just planned the future of the Geelong footy club. Yeah, two, yeah. two years away?
6: Yeah, oh, three. Three,
3: go, yeah. Go away for so three years. Come back class. and take over. So, start started 26. Sal yeah. was coaching Geelong, yeah. Yeah,
6: Chris Scott yeah. out, retire, uh, maybe go in the AFL. We'll do whatever he likes, really. Yeah, run um, the AFL. And Paddy oh, uh, Patty, Patty. Will, will play a couple of years, maybe three tops. He'll, he'll go and He's listening. work at the PA. For two years, then he'll take over Paul Marsh's job as the leader of the PA. Oh, Why would he want that? <laughs> uh, hang on, and then he'll do that for two or three years, and then he'll replace Steve Hawking as CEO of Geelong. There you go. You'll come back. As I've CEO. got. Plan- I've got those two blokes planned. <laughs> and Tom planned.
4: Hawkins. Tom Hawkins.
6: No, he he's like? just going to stay on the farm. Stay <laughs> on the farm. <laughs> yeah. Breed, breed cows. Yeah. Get fat. He will. Um, on the farm. You've used
3: that word on this show once before. Oh, no, I mean, sorry, I I apologize. Page, so <laughs> Stop using that word. Man. Okay. No, okay, let's, it's let's it's straighten right up. Patty, <laughs> thanks for that feedback. Now, uh, straighten up. You were, you were going to review a footy club. Who was it? We, we, uh, the Bulldogs. The uh, Bulldogs. So put your serious cap on, get yeah. your hand over the cough button if you need to, and, yeah. and far away. Yeah,
6: um, Bulldogs, disappointing year after coming, uh, finishing the, you know, second. Um, what happened? They were in sort of a little bit of disarray right from the start. They were they were agitated as a club. Uh, the coach was agitated. Um, they were, and I think his agitation went on to the players. They just never looked comfortable the whole year. Um, still a magnificent midfield. They 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 key defenders were were struggled all year. Um, a lot of their players never got to the heights of the previous year. But the the biggest problem for problem was in their forward line. Uh, heavy reliance on Waitman, second-year player, and Norton to kick a lot of their goals. Um, English missed a fair bit, uh, and he's really important. Bruce came in late in the year, uh, but there's still a lot to like. Eugle Hagen came good at the end of the year. They scraped in the eight, but disappointing over in Perth. What they lead by? 42 points and coughed it up, which summed up their whole season. Mm. I mean, they lost to the Crows by a point when they were in – uh, you know, uh, look like in premiership mode again down at Ballarat, but they still there's, even if they lose Dunkley, Hunter, Cordy, Hunter, we're not sure we're yet. We're not sure
3: yet. He's contracted, but there's talk.
6: Yep. Or they get Jones and Lobb in. You, you look at their forward line. If they so Jones will go to key back with Keith, they got Gardner as backup, but their forward line could look like um, Norton, Lob, and um, Darcy. How do you play on that? Mm. That is a super tall forwards. Throw in Waitman. Smith tends to play a bit high half forward there on oh, ball. They'd, they'd love another gun, small forward in there with those three blokes. Um, we know Darcy can go back if if you want him to go back. We know Norton can go back if you want him to go back. Uh, Ed, uh, not Ed, yeah, Ed Richards, he started to play some good footy off good some injury yeah. uh, at the end too. Probably moves onto the wing where Hunter was. I would have thought so. There's a lot to like. They kept Johansson. He really didn't do enough damage in the forward line as a small forward. There's a, still a lot to like about this team. But I put down here, their biggest problem is their maturity and leadership. I thought they were really embarrassing at the at the Brownlow medal. Um, and the, their captain was one of the leaders. I mean, that sunglass stuff was just a heap
3: of rubbish. you Are you, ever, are you too much into this?
6: No, it's just... It's just, it's, it's it summed up their whole year. It was, it was immature.
3: Yeah. he had, on, had, it G- had G- a of you? Yeah. Would
6: Geelong have done it? Would Richmond have done it? it? It just, it's summed up the whole year. It's just so childish and immature. And I've gone, you've you got to get better than that to win flags. You've got to get better than that. Oh, so I, I didn't I, read too I much just, into
3: that, Matty. You know, talk, I, but, I know, yeah. and,
6: and people have had conflicting. I, yeah. I just, it was cringeworthy.
3: See, I, I did You didn't cringe. Oh, I, was, I was in the room and I didn't cringe. Yeah.
6: Mate, I turned it over every time it came on. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I just, and you're not I th- the first person to
3: say it, yeah. And and, and you, you had Bond
6: and Norton. That surprised me. Um, Libber didn't surprise me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just didn't say well, I said, get mature, you blokes. You're ready to win a flag. You're good enough to win a flag. You know, get hard. Get tough. Get mature.
4: Yeah, I, look, the Brandlow... Like sometimes it can be a night where there's not much going on. You're sitting at a table. It all looks glamorous, and so there there is an element where you've got a you're still representing your football club. So there's that fine line Ooh. of yes, the end of year they're there. You want them to have some fun, yeah. But there is a line that you know you know, shouldn't overstep. Um, the sunglass one, I don't think you overstep the mark. There. No, I, didn't worry, I, I think yeah. there were more there were more. Things happening around that room that you could say, that's not a great look for your football club.
3: What are you referring to? No, we're we oh, getting oh, no, right oh, off track here.
4: No, yeah. no. In terms of when you're talking about, oh. you know, leadership at a brownlow night, the way they, yeah, you know, they, they appeared and all that type of stuff. Is that that's oh. what you were speaking about? Wasn't
6: mm. it? Yeah, I did, I did. It looked really immature to me, and, I, and it summed up the year. I don't know where I went with that. No, I don't know. No, at all. You're just taking control of. And, and, and the leadership you needs just to, threw to get something busy. out
3: there and refused to say it. Who, who what? are you referring to? No,
4: no, I'm not referring there was to someone else. Yes, you Who else are you referring to? No, no one.
3: Were you there? I was.
4: I was watching. I wasn't okay. there.
3: Gee. Well, you'll tell us in the Somebody, ad break. I know that. I think somebody's
6: told you stuff. That um, Once again, you're not going to tell the rest of us. No. Uh, no, no. I, I, just so, what I saw on TV. So, big time leadership, leadership, leadership. With uh, That needs to get better with this. Okay. You know, heavy reliance on the bond. Um, they've got some players who can lead. So, uh, you know... Smith was indifferent, you know, misses five weeks for a stupid thing. Well, Um, one was off field, one was on field. Undisciplined. He was going really well until that moment. Undisciplined. You know, come on. Get better, you blokes. Don't miss your opportunity. Mm. They've got a massive opportunity. Don't miss it. They've got a few years, but take them while you can.
3: So they're still in the window. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, that's a very favourable review after all of that. And, and David Noble also had a, a favourable review for the Bulldogs going immediately into 2023. So uh, if you're a Bulldogs fan, you'd be liking what you're hearing on the late trade today. Maddie. we need to take a break. Uh, we'll get back and mop up whatever it is you've been talking about today. There's a few loose ends that we just need to tie up uh, pretty quickly. But we'll take a break now. On the other side of it, uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap up the late trade.
2: The Late Trade for MEGT. Build your winning team with MEGT, Australia's apprenticeship and employment experts. Visit megt.com.au today. And Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day from Chemist Warehouse. Today's big moments for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to DrinkWise.
3: And as Matty uh, Rendell did when he uh, was wooing Paddy Dangerfield to go to the Crows as a sixteen, seventeen-year-old, uh, you were drinking wise, Matty. You were yeah. taking a, a six-pack of light beer to <laughs> Paddy's house and drank them all by yourself. Well, I can't
6: remember, but I'll tell you a little story. When I interviewed Paddy, every player we interviewed, we used to ask him a question: "Is there anything else in your life you're passionate about?" And he said, "Yeah, there is." He said, "Is, is that, on the same meeting?" With the uh, no, this was the okay. first. This was actually at the AIS. He said. Uh, Yeah, fishing. And um, I said, okay, give us a story about fishing. Well, half an hour later, uh, his fishing story, everyone had nodded off. (laughs) (laughs) Going on about his passion for fishing, and I know he's got that show. He loved it. When when we got him to Adelaide, I said, if we don't get BCF as his sponsorship, (laughs) we're kidding ourselves.
3: And, so you, you mm. dropped something during Maddie's review of the Bulldogs when Maddie, um was talking about not liking what he saw with the Bulldogs carrying on with the sunglasses. Oh, I didn't. Now, you said that wasn't the worst behaviour you saw at the Brownlow. We're, we're just no. trying to get out of you what it was you meant. because I don't know. I don't know what I – just, I just said yeah, – I, I, I just tried I know you well enough Damo, to know. There's
6: Damo, he's there. at it again. He, he gives us half the information no. on yeah. what he actually knows. The problem
3: just, is we react to what he says and then he realises, oh, I better stop saying it. No. You're about to say it too, weren't you? No. There who was, who that, was it? No. Which club are you referring to? No,
6: oh, oh,
4: what Geelong, uh, Sydney? They <laughs> weren't. There I don't even that? think they're in the room. <Sorry>.
6: About you the plan you get He's too good. He's
3: too good for us. Uh, now, Matty, just back over what you yeah. did say off the top of your time together. We've lost our way a little bit, I think. And when I want to say yeah. that. We just had a few things to hit, and uh, the six-pack of, of beer with Paddy Dangerfield is worth oh. telling. But the Geelong Footy Club, uh, central to, to I won't say everything, but a lot of what's uh, what yeah. has happened and what will happen in the 2022 trade period. Your theory is they're just holding a few other deals up, and, and other well, people would argue they're it, just doing what they've got to do to try yeah. and get uh, Bose through, uh, Henry through, and Bruin through.
6: And maybe Ralligalaya out as well. So they've got a bit on their plate. Um, they're sort of under-quoting and over-quoting for you, mate, if you know they're what I'm They're brokering. I mean. <laughs> um, so is what I'm hearing. And so let's get a few deals done. Andrew, come on.
3: <laughs> but no one gets deals done until the final day. Well, particularly Geelong, the Jeremy Cameron one missed the deadline. The AFL said it was okay, but they missed (laughs) the deadline.
6: There's so many. There's so much going on this year. So much going on. People are waiting for picks in to be able to do other stuff with picks. Well, the Dunkley stuff is still confusing as how that's going
3: to get done. Yeah. But I've
6: got got—I've got a lot of confidence in Dom, Dom Ambrosia to get it done. Yep. But I just can't read how that's going at the moment.
3: I, I can't see how Geelong doesn't use 18, pick 18, which they've got on their ladder position. Don't already. want to use it, want to keep it. Yeah, but they're going to get pick seven in on the Bose deal. There's still want of, to keep it. I do Plenty of time. Yeah, I, I just Six can't starts. see. Soss, uh, just quickly, just, we've, we've got about 40 seconds yep. left. Can you see anything being done with, that Geelong wants to do without use of 18? I, I can't.
4: No, I think I think it's got to be in place. In, in somewhere, yeah.
3: yeah. At least used somehow to, yeah. to open up uh, one possibility. Um, Matty, you will be hanging around as you always mm. do at this time when Sammy Hargraves jumps into the Trade Radio Studios. Soss, I'll see you again tomorrow with David Noble at 3 o'clock Melbourne time for... Another edition of The Late Trade. You've been listening to The Late Trade for MEGT. Hang around. Matty Rendell, he's off tap even more than normal today, and uh, he'll be joined very, very shortly by Sammy Hargraves for the next hour on Continental Tyres AFL.